You're listening to WHAN AM 1430 and W275BQ Ashland. And on your radio, it's 1029 The Mater. In 30 minutes, two underdogs play for a region championship. Two teams still with dreams of hoisting a state trophy two weeks from tomorrow. Patrick Henry, the Region 4B Championship, next on The Mater. 1029 The Mater and the RVA Sports Network present the high school football game of the week. The Region 4B Championship, Dinwiddie at Patrick Henry. This game of the week playoff edition is presented by Luck Chevrolet, Route 1 in Ashland. Buying a new Chevy car or truck, buy it from Luck. Start your search at LuckChevrolet.com. Buy Massey Wood and West. Julie, Virginia since 1923 with heating oil, propane, and more. Call 355-1721 or go to MasseyWoodandWest.com. By South University. Focus, flexible programs, and respect in every classroom. Go to southuniversity.edu slash Richmond. By Big Z, Chris Saldivar with Hometown Realty. Ready to find your next home. Call 752-7585. Now the On the Sidelines pregame presented by Virginia Farm Bureau Insurance. Supporting farming and agriculture through insurance and education. Go to vfbinsurance.com for a free quote. Now live from Patrick Henry High School, here's Rob with them. On an absolutely gorgeous Black Friday afternoon, we greet you from Patrick Henry High School in Ashland, Virginia. 
with a tip of the cap to Rihanna, Jay-Z, and CBS Sports for our pre-open this afternoon. Who will run this town tonight? Will it be the number seven seeded Dinwiddie Generals who have already gone on the road and eliminated number two Monacan and number three defending region champion Eastern View? Or will it be the upstart Patrick Henry Patriots, the number four seed who eliminated number five Spotsylvania with no problem at home two weeks ago and then last Friday night pulled off a stunner for the agents, knocking off the top-seeded Louisa Lions 16-15. to 15. We're going to find out in about a half hour's time. This is the On the Sidelines pregame presented by Virginia Farm Bureau Insurance. Mark Davis of NBC12 will join us in just a moment. And for those of you tuning on over now that the game is done up in Charlottesville, congratulations to the University of Virginia for snapping that long losing skid against Virginia Tech and clinching a bid in the Dr. Pepper ACC championship game against Clemson. Virginia Tech, I'm sure, bowl-bound as well. These two teams, very unlikely pair up, a seven and a four for the regional title. But when you look at Dinwiddie, you're not surprised that they're here. If you joined us on all the sidelines extra throughout the season on Friday nights on the NBC 12 Facebook page, especially going back to the end of September, Dinwiddie had just come off an overtime loss at home to Prince George, their first loss to the Royals in over a decade. And I talked the Generals fans off the ledge. I said, guys, you have a very strong schedule. You call together some wins. You go five and five. You go six and four. All you want to do is get in the top eight in Region 4B. If you do that, you're in the playoffs. And if you do that, anything can happen. Everybody gets squared to zero and zero. Well, that's exactly what happened. In spite of that loss to Thomas Dale closing night three weeks ago, they ended up tied for sixth in the region. Huguenot won the tiebreaker. It sent them to Eastern View in round one, while Dinwiddie had to go to Monacan. To me, advantage Dinwiddie because they had already beaten Monaghan in their last three postseason games, and they did it a, th a fourth time, I should say, 49-27 in round one. That gave them a trip to Culpepper last Friday night. They were fighting the defending region champions as we watched Patrick Henry slug it out with Louisa. And by night's end, Dinwiddie had won 25-17, and Patrick Henry had won 16-15. So the Patriots, this is their second home game of the postseason. A huge advantage there, but the Dinwiddie Generals are certainly road-tested. They go to Monacan and win. They go to Eastern View and win. What's a trip to Ashland? It's all on the line, a trip to the state semifinals where they will go down, whoever wins here this afternoon, to the 757. The Region 4A championship later tonight is number two Churchland at number one Lake Taylor. Either winner there will host the state semifinal next week. You base the state semifinal hosting on how your power points were at the end of the season. And with these two teams ranked fourth or lower in Region 4B, neither have the power points as good as either the Truckers or the Titans. So a trip down to Tidewater and the state semifinals to the winner here this afternoon. This is the first of a ton of action over the next 24 hours or so. And we're going to break it all down with Mark Davis of NBC 12. When we come back after this time out, as the On the Sidelines pregame continues, live at Patrick Henry High School. Generals, Patriots, top of the hour. Back after this two-minute timeout, this is the Game of the Week Playoff Edition on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. 
You've got a bulldog in your corner, Big Z with Hometown Realty. Besides serving Ashland and the surrounding areas, he's part of the community. Let Big Z with Hometown Realty hustle for you. If you're thinking of buying or selling in 2020, use a local real estate expert who will be a bulldog in your corner, negotiating the best deal for you. Big Z with Hometown Realty studies the real estate market every day and wants to bring all that knowledge to bear when you make him your realtor. Call Big Z at Hometown Realty, 774-5683. Whatever it is you love about Virginia, natural beauty, local food and drink, chances are you have a farmer to thank for it. And when you insure your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. And you help support farming and agriculture and preserve the Virginia way of life. All you have to do is drive. Go to VAFB.com now for a free online auto quote. Visit your local agent today. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet on Route 1 has a truck for your lifestyle and budget, including the new Trail Boss Silverado. The Trail Boss has a special off-road package with a Rancho shock lift, unique blackout rims with aggressive tires, and a 355 horsepower V8. Check out this bad mamma jamma online at LuxChevrolet.com. Call 798-9261 for details, then stop by Luck Chevrolet for a test drive. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Hi, I'm Jason Crittenden, Campus Director for South University Richmond, a nonprofit, regionally accredited institution of higher learning located in the heart of Short Pump. For over 120 years, we've been preparing our students for jobs in healthcare, business, IT, counseling, and criminal justice. Come and experience smaller classroom sizes with classes day, night, and online. We know flexibility in your life matters, so find us online or call us at 888-SOUTH-RVA. That's 888-SOUTH-RVA. South University Richmond, providing the resources you need to succeed. South University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. The On the Sidelines pregame Black Friday edition presented by Virginia Farm Bureau Insurance rolls on. And we get a chance to talk about regional championship football. And there's a ton going on over the next 24 hours or so. In fact, about 24 hours from now, the final games will be at about halftime, maybe the third quarter. So let's preview them all with NBC 12 Sports Director Mark Davis. Mark. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Black Friday, happy UVA Tech, happy regional weekend. You don't have anything going on, do you? No, uh, we're, we're navigating through this, Rob. It's going to be uh, it's going to be just fine. But uh, you know what? Cool to get to this weekend and see so many of our teams still alive. You know, it's been fun seeing the upsets. It's been fun. This might be the craziest playoff football it's been in my nine years here. So it's been a lot of fun to, to check out and, and see our teams succeed and do well. I, I have to agree with you. The one seed in 5B gone, the one seed in 4B gone. Uh, and and those are the two that have the most teams from our area. So a couple of surprises. Certainly our game last Friday, and you know at some point it had to come to an end for Highland Springs, and it did mm-hmm. thanks to their arch rivals. And we'll talk about their rematch with Manchester coming up in just a few. But let's start with our game sure. since we're going to kind of walk through this chronologically for fans. Got a couple of games tonight and a few more tomorrow. Uh, Dinwiddie Patrick Henry a seven. Out of four. Uh, now we have talked a lot this season about how balanced this this particular region was, say as opposed to 5B, where the top four seemed to be the heavyweights, and it worked out that way. But I'm not sure any of us saw Dinwiddie at Patrick Henry for the regional title. Uh, where do you even begin to try to go here? Because Dinwiddie has had two fantastic wins on the road, and now Patrick Henry, all they did was go to the number one seed, had them the only loss they had all season long, and get a rare 
win in a location where most people don't win. This is a toss-up of epic proportions. Yeah, it sure is. And I think, Rob, you know, I mean, piggybacking off your point, I mean, just you look at the Eastern views, the defending champs, you look at Louisa, who had been kind of a buzzsaw, you look at Monikin, who really entered pretty well, minus the loss of Clover Hill. That had a pretty good overall body of work. And, yeah, I, I agree with you. Piggybacking off what you said, I'm not sure anybody saw Dinwiddie, uh, Patrick Henry regional final, except maybe Dinwiddie and Patrick Henry. And, and here they are. And, and, you know, we've been saying how dangerous Dinwiddie could be once they kind of, you know, made up for their youth and got some experience and got in the playoffs. And they've shown that to be true. Like you said, two tremendous road wins for them. Um, and then Patrick Henry, that, that Louisa win, I mean, if that Spotsylvania win didn't show they were for real, then, uh, uh, you know, the, the Louisa one cer- certainly did. And, you know, Ken Wakefield said, uh, you know, just the losses have taught them so much. They had two close losses, you know, the big loss to Verina, which he said might have been their best game that they played, that they learned the most from, that they uh, really, you know, showed up well. So, um, you know, they, they're, they're, maybe they're peaking at the right time. These two teams will battle for a state semifinal berth, which is really cool to say. And, uh, and yeah, I, you know, I mean, I'm going to throw toss my hands up in this one and be like, hey, may the best team win because I think it's going to be a lot of fun this afternoon. It you is, picked a good one. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's going to be phenomenal. It really is. Billy Mills against Ken Wakefield and, and Coach Wakefield has just proven how, I mean, we, we knew the story of what he did with Culpeper County and last year he got him all the way to the state semis, took over the program uh, going into the 2013 season after they had gone 0-10, built that program up this year. It's a one-year wonder turnaround uh, for these Patriots, but the Generals, we knew they were going to be good. They were young. They were high in our preseason poll. Yep. They struggled a bit with a very difficult non-district schedule. The Central District powerful this year. Oh my gosh, three of them are still playing football here Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. So credit to both of those teams to kind of overcoming different types of adversity to get to where they are today. Yeah, no question. I mean, it's it's been a, a pretty incredible season. And we talked about this, you know, throughout the body of the season, Rob, about just kind of how improved some teams were and just kind of how some some of the you know powers were definitely getting tested, and and and, and Dinwiddie was certainly one of them. Um, and and now a chance to you know they're going to have to do it again. I mean, obviously Patrick Henry's earned their way here with some big wins, as has Dinwiddie, and uh, this is going to be this is going to be Dinwiddie's toughest test of the season, no question. But uh, you know, I, I like I said, I mean, this is going to be a close game. I think it's two contrasting styles. I think um, you know I think Patrick Henry's more experienced, um, but uh, but hey, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a fun game. I this is not going to be a blowout. We're going to be sitting here in the fourth quarter still wondering who's going to win this game, I think. No doubt. And I can't wait to finally get to see Robert Barlow yeah. up close and personal. Uh-huh. That is going to be a lot of fun. So that's coming up here, of course, game of the week. Top of the hour, other side of the bracket as we look ahead. State semifinals Saturday coming up next week. They held serve in Region 4A markets. Number one, number two, Churchland at Lake Taylor for the regional title there. So the winner there gets the winner of our game of the week a week from tomorrow. All right. To later tonight, and this one is intrigues me greatly. They held serve in Region 2A, and the top two teams are going to play. King William coming to Thomas Jefferson. This is an intriguing matchup on so many different levels, I can't even begin to break this down. But do you think King William may have a slight advantage in this game, even though they're the road team? Because over the last decade, they have had significantly more playoff experience than Thomas Jefferson has. That, and I think their offense might be better than any offense 
offense TJ has seen this season. Uh, higher scoring team, um, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, perennial in terms of uh, just just pace of play and and just you know what the, well, everything they're going to throw at you. With that said, I mean TJ has really, I mean, what can you say more about TJ than they've had their best season ever mm-hmm. uh, since playing football in the 1930s? So um, you know, a testament to, to PJ Adams and staff and and all those players and all those seniors who really have worked hard to turn around the culture there, which goes far back beyond this, far back way before this year. Oh, yeah. You know, to the Chad Hornick days, to between he and P.J. Adams days, to, to now. To now. Um, it's certainly, uh, that's been a project. And, and you know, it's certainly not complete because I think they want to raise that state banner. Um, but, uh, but I mean, they're they're for real. They've proven they're for real and, and quite a job by, uh, by P.J. Adams and the Vikings this year, no question. You know, with that said, I mean, you know, Cavaliers come in, I think, what, 10-2? Yes, and uh, and you know looking looking really good, really good offense. Defensively, they've been they've been very good as well. Um, there are two losses. One was to Benedictine, and the other one I don't recall who it was to, but it was a team not in their district or their region. I don't think. Yeah, it's way early um, in the yep. season. So, um, you know, um, you know, they, they, they managed to nip arrivals to get the two seed and got some help, too, with uh, Greensville County losing. Uh, so uh, so it, I, like, I like the way you phrase that, intriguing on a lot of levels. And going to be fun at Huguenot tonight at 7. No doubt. 7 o'clock kick at Huguenot tonight. King William put up 56 last week in their semifinal win. TJ down 18-15 at the half to Greensville. They score 29 unanswered with, yeah. a, with their number two quarterback, I might add, and put up 44 in the win. On the other side of that bracket, it's a one versus six. Sixth championship. East Rockingham ended Buckingham's season last week, and now they got to take the trip over Afton Mountain to Stewart's Draft, and the winner of that one will get the winner of the Cavs and the Vikings. Well, in Region 3A and 3B, we know the winners of these areas regions are going to see each other next Saturday. Let's start with 3B because Goochland will be playing Region Final again, a one versus two against James Monroe. And if there's any team in their region that can give them, I think, a battle, a test, it is James Monroe. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, eleven wins in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, there's been they, there's been they lost early and then they just kind of do what they did and they added a passing game to it, which Dinwiddie really you know hasn't seen too much. Now, still a primarily running team. Don't get me wrong, but adding that passing attack in it, you know, certainly you know makes them a little more multidimensional. Gives the other de- James Monroe defense a little bit more to prepare for. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it can never hurt to be a little bit more multidimensional than just to run. You know, I think it's, they're going to stick to what they do and uh, it'll be like I said, they're going to face. Again, I mean, you know, it's the playoffs, so you're going to keep saying this, but definitely their most difficult challenge of the year tonight. Yeah, and it's going to be the most difficult challenge probably since early in the year. Yeah. You know, recall the forfeit at the end of the season, the change in their first-round opponent. The last few weeks have been kind of unsettled, to be yeah. honest, for the Bulldogs. So it's going to be an excellent test for them. And that game kicks 2 p.m. tomorrow. That's 2 o'clock tomorrow. Goochland, James Monroe, that is a home game for the Bulldogs. At the exact same time, 3A will be kicking yeah. off as well at Murner Field. I don't know about you, Mark, but it it didn't necessarily surprise me that Phoebus handed York their only loss of the Mm. season last week. Phantoms are so good when it comes to the postseason. Talk about biggest test yet. Hopewell, Phoebus. I I just have a sneaking suspicion that we may look down the road in a few weeks and go, that game decided the state title. Yeah, certainly. And and, and when you're talking about a Hopewell team that's just been so powerful on offense, I mean, their fast start on on Saturday, Rob, was, I mean, I walked in the gate at like 10.05 to go in the first quarter was already seven nothing home well you know so and then and then interception in the red zone so I mean like you know just on, on both sides of the ball they really got it done against Norcom you know avenging that that second round loss from last season but yeah I mean Phoebus's 
definitely going to be, you know, you know, the, the cream of the crop. Um, and, and like you said, you know, both these teams have state championship potential. Mm-hmm. Both these teams could could definitely, you know, get past next weekend's opponent, whoever it may be. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I like I like the way you phrase that. I mean, will we circle this one and be like, well, that was your uh, that was the game that really uh, went a long way in deciding a state champion. And that certainly is not selling Goochland no. short by any stretch of the imagination because they made it all the way to the Class Two state final last year. Uh, if they're able to win on Saturday against James Monroe, the winner of Hopewell Phoebus would get Goochland, and that would be a fantastic affair. But just the way Travion Henderson has been playing, and now that that you know, there's Robert Briggs back, and yeah. he can be part of the. There's just so many guys mm-hmm. for a school of this size uh, from a skill position standpoint. Yeah. I, they're going to be hard to handle. That's just the way I feel about it. Yeah, they've been doing some run pass option stuff too with the quarterback Iliades, who's been you know kind of on a nice little you know keeper, and mm-hmm. I mean he scored that they scored their final touchdown you know in the in the fourth quarter on Saturday the same way I mean like you know just that 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 way with with uh, you know maybe uh, people not suspecting the too much from the quarterback well he gets season open left side holds it and runs in for a 30 yard touchdown so um you know yeah you know, like you said the weapons that they have you know exceptional exceptional indeed tonight seven o'clock they've made one trip to the beach successfully what's one more what's one more <laughs> precisely why not head back down and take on the big dogs Oscar Smith, they've been unbeaten since losing to Highland Springs in their opener way back uh, early September, the 7th, I believe it was. Game moved tonight because of the Hurricane Dorian threat. And now here comes the Thomas Dale team who there's it's not even close. They're playing their best football right now. They're healthy right now. And I think they can give Oscar Smith everything and more. Yeah, no question. Don't make the mistake of looking at names and saying Oscar Smith's going to run away with this one because I think Thomas Dale is right in this game right there. This one's a, a coin flip, I think, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, this, the, the health of Thomas Dale is better. They're on a roll. Beating Ocean Lakes at Ocean Lakes last week, talk about a confidence booster. You know, and uh, what guys, that game wasn't close. You know, that was a 36-6 just mashing of a yes. team that was, you know, a classic state semifinalist last year. So Thomas Dale rolling. They've been using Chris Tyree more at running back and receiver. I mean, when you got a 4-3 guy, yeah, put him at receiver. If they go man on you, just let him outrun him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, you know, and Josiah Williams, uh, Williams and Tyree both with two touchdowns last week. So talk about a team with weapons. They have D'Angelo Gray. Uh, they, they have they have a lot, of, a lot of guys here who can make some noise there. So um, like you said, the health of Thomas Dale coming at the right time. Trying to get that double-digit win, Rob. <laughs> That's right. And avoid a sixth consecutive season of nine wins. <laughs> and I think the biggest thing about the win last Friday night against Ocean Lakes was holding the Dolphins to six points. The Dark Zone defense did a masterful job on the road against, as you mentioned, a team that went all the way to the state semis in Class 6 a year ago. They will be sorely tested tonight. Uh, but frankly, I saw Thomas Dale and Highland Springs scrimmage in August, and I thought Dale had similar speed on the outside defensively to Highland Springs uh, and Highland Springs, and I'm not trying to extrapolate things here, but just at the body of work and where they are right now, I give Thomas Dale a fantastic chance to win. That, again, is a 7 p.m. kick. Let's not forget about Region 1A, Essex-Rappahannock, rematch of a game won by Essex just a few weeks ago, but I want to finish with tomorrow's big one. Yeah. 5B. The King is dead. Long live the King. It's hard to believe, but Highland Springs will not be playing at Hampton University December 14th. The Verina Blue Devils and how, I, I don't know, maybe appropriate to a point it is that the arch rivals finally were able to climb the mountain, climb the mountain, climb the mountain, and then knock off the the uh, the team at the mountaintop. Your reward and your reward is is a date with <laughs> with the team you lost to in week one and in, in double overtime. But I, I think, and we talked about this Friday night on Extra. 
I think it's good for Verena to have Manchester next as opposed to maybe somebody they haven't played yet this year to refocus them after the high of finally beating Highland Springs. Yeah, no doubt. And, and to an extent, Rob, I think with the playoffs, I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, coaches are on them. Like, there is no there's no time for a letdown. There's no time for a mental lapse. Uh, but with that said, what adds to this focus is definitely, like, this is the team that we fell a half short of beating, who we, who we were dominating, yeah. you know, in the first half. They've won, they, they've said on several occasions this season, you know what? Wouldn't be the worst thing to have that one back. Well, here you go. Now you have your chance. Manchester, on the other hand, has played, you know, near, you know, I mean, coaches will disagree with me, but from an outsider's bet, near perfect football. Yeah. I mean, you know, here they are. They had that bad half against Highland Springs, but have really rebounded, you know, beaten deep run, pulling away in the second half. You know, it was a two-point game at the half, and then, you know, turning it on and kind of establishing that and putting your foot down. You know, good for them. Yep. Um, so, uh, so yeah, this is this is one I expect to be every bit as close as that first one was. But, again, we talked about Thomas Dale getting hot at the right time. Here you have Verina, who some may say should have won the last regular season matchup with Island Springs just because of the way they were playing, and they gave away two turnovers, and, you know, Highland Springs scored points off them. And, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I expect this one to be every bit as close as that first one was. That will be fantastic. One o'clock kick at Manchester, 5B final tomorrow on the other side of the bracket. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Now in 5A, Mari and Salem of Virginia Beach are both 12 and 0, one versus two. They're playing tonight at the Sportsplex. So there is no guarantee that a Richmond team is going to no. be back in the Class 5 state championship. Whoever wins Mar uh, Manchester Verina tomorrow is going to have their work cut out for them come next Saturday. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap things up here on the On the Sidelines pregame, I want to remind you of a brand new feature, a brand new event coming courtesy of our friends here at NBC 12. Mark, uh, for those who have not heard about it sure. yet, didn't hear us talk about about it earlier in the season. Tell us about the Mark L. Fisher Award. Yeah, Rob, this is a, a Player of the Year Award that uh, voted on by coaches and select media members. Basically, each team nominates their their team MVP. We kind of put those all in a pot, put them on a ballot, send them out to the coaches, and then everybody kind of votes on that. Um, great way to honor, one, the best on each team. Yes. You know, an announce, announce some nominees and, and get some really good publicity for some for each school. You know, two, you know, recognize the best football player in our area, you know, as decided on by people who know football better than anybody in the area. Yes. So that's but three, and most importantly, it's uh, honoring a guy who's who who dedicated his life to coaching, dedicated his life to shaping not just football players but young men. And and, and Mark Fisher, uh, the former Louisa head coach, the late Louisa head coach who passed away this past February, uh, just a really good chance to kind of keep his name alive through football. Um, and I think it'll be a good way to kind of, you know, every year whenever we present this award to tell his story. Yes. You know, kind of what he meant to people. Um, and uh, we're looking at December 17th at 7.30 p.m. on Facebook Live, on NBC 12 Facebook Live for our awards presentation ceremony. Awesome. Um, so, uh, you know, we're getting the, the last of the nominations in, and um, hopefully we'll get uh, the votes in by, uh, by a week this time, uh, by a w this time next week, rather. Um, we'll have all the nominations in, or the ballots in, and uh, can start tabulating. And uh, looking forward to presenting uh, a well-deserved young man with some hardware, but uh, yeah, just, you know, you think about a guy who, who was passionate about coaching and, and passionate about, you know, you know, shaping young men and, and, and really, um, you know, then, you know, what struck me, I think I said this earlier in the season, what struck me about kind of uh, Mark Fisher was the fact that just the way he attacked 
you know, his his illness when he got cancer and just kind of, you know, took it as a, you know, you can ask why me or you can ask why not me. And mm -hmm. he chose to approach it, why not me? Uh, so, uh, you know, when you can approach it like that and have that kind of impact and even when you're in your darkest day, want to help other people get through their darkest days, I, I think there isn't, this is the least we can do. Uh, and, uh, you know, that name and that legacy deserves to live on. So that's kind of the story behind it. Yes, deserves to live on. And after being in Louisa County, High School last yeah. week, watching a football game, not just the atmosphere, but you could just feel everything that he built, everything that he did uh, at that school, and of course the field named after him yeah. as well. So December 17th, yep. we're marking yep. our calendar. Yep, 7.30 p.m. That's awesome. Yeah. Highlights coming up tonight at 11, of course, and over the weekend as well. Absolutely. We'll be uh, at as many as we can. Uh, you know, tonight we're uh, we're looking at getting, you know, hopefully all three games, and then, uh, you know, tomorrow we'll do the best we can, but uh, absolutely, we'll be uh, well embedded in some playoff football between now and December 14th. And uh, looking forward. Hope you guys will join us. And uh, on the sidelines, had a season finale this past Friday. But uh, hopefully you guys will uh, continue to make NBC12 and the RVA Sports Network uh, part of your uh, high school playoff routine. Yes, no doubt. Stay with NBC12 both on air and online. The NBC12 sports page, NBC12.com. And, of course, Mark very active as well on his Facebook uh, feed and Twitter feed, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to keep you in the know. Mark, as always, thanks for being with us here on the pregame. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Rob. Have fun today. Here we go. Fun we will. Dinwiddie Patrick Henry, the Region 4B Championship is next after this timeout on the game of the week. 1029 The Mater, the RBA Sports Network. You've got a bulldog in your corner. Big Z with Hometown Realty. Besides serving Ashland and the surrounding areas, he's part of the community. Let Big Z with Hometown Realty hustle for you. If you're thinking of buying or selling in 2020, use a local real estate expert who'll be a bulldog in your corner, negotiating the best deal for you. Big Z with Hometown Realty studies the real estate market every day and wants to bring all that knowledge to bear when you make him your realtor. Call Big Z at Hometown Realty, 774-5683. Whatever it is you love about Virginia, natural beauty, local food and drink, chances are you have a farmer to thank for it. And when you insure your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. And you help support farming and agriculture and preserve the Virginia way of life. All you have to do is drive. Go to VAFB.com now for a free online auto book. Or visit your local agent today. Dinwiddie Generals have won the toss, and they have elected to receive. And the Generals will have the football first in the 2019 Region 4B Football Championship as they come on out onto the field to the far side with the American flag and the Navy Nation flag. And now accompanied by, and if you hear it in the background, and I'm sure you do, a large motorcycle contingent this afternoon behind the Patriots of Patrick Henry, who moved for the final time in 2019 out of their locker room and to the fencing, getting set to take the field as the number four seed, the higher seed, and thus the home team in this 2019 Region 4B football championship. We thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here on the On the Sidelines pregame presented by Virginia Farm Bureau Insurance, featuring NBC12's Mark Davis, who joins us each and every week. 
on the pregame show. This is WHAN Ashland Richmond W275BQ Ashland. And here come the Patriots of Patrick Henry with a record of nine and three. Their first game this year for new head coach Ken Wakefield was three months ago today. A six o'clock Thursday kick against Osborne. They survived that one, a quarterback sack ending the game and a 42-34 victory for the Patriots. Little did we know that three months later to the exact same day, we'd be back on this field and the Patriots would be hosting the Region 4B Football Championship. On deck tonight, as you just heard, with uh, Mark Davis on the On the Sidelines pregame, we've got our game here at 4. Tonight at 7, 2A championship. That's King William at Thomas Jefferson, the game at Huguenot. 6A final, Thomas Dale at Oscar Smith, down at the coast. That's a 7 o'clock kick. Rappahannock, Essex will play tomorrow at Essex for the 1A title. The big one tomorrow, Verona at Manchester for the 5B title. That'll be at 1 p.m. We'll be live on Twitter at Manchester, both on Henrico Sports and Chesterfield Sports. Also tomorrow, the 3A title game, Phoebus at Hopewell. The 3B title game, James Monroe Goochland. Both those kick off at 2. William Dorsey has it set at the 40. The hero of last week's region semifinal. There are three back deep for the Generals, and we're underway in Ashland. Deep kick will take the Generals back to the one. To the 10, breaking to tackle 15 and down at the 15-yard line. Camden Bird with a hard hit on Kelmari Brown, who is expected to see some time here this afternoon. At tailback, Robert Barlow, who scored seven touchdowns in the win over Dinwiddie. One of the most dynamic backs, not just that Dinwiddie has had in a while, but Dinwiddie's ever had, and one of the top backs of this year, not in this afternoon due to injury. Was injured at the Eastern View game last week, but that injury did not stall him for this week. It's another situation that came up as the week progressed. On first and 10, delayed handoff, trying to go around right in, then cut up the middle. And it's going to be a loss of two yards. That's Terrence Outlaw on the first carry of the afternoon. And Owen Aruza on the tackle. Yes, his dad, Randolph-Macon head football coach Pedro Aruza, for the first time this year, well, not the first time, the second time this year, he can stay here on a Thursday or a Friday and enjoy the game and not be worried about a game coming the next day, at least. Great season for the Yellow Jackets, ending at 9-2. and two. Second down and 12. Pass to the flat, complete, and Nick Sakar breaks it up inside the 10-yard line. It'll be a completion, but it will be a, a loss of three yards. And that'll bring up third down. Brendan Hilton, the quarterback for Dinwiddie, two plays, two negative yards. And it's third down. We'll call it about 15 and a half. The football placed just shy of the 11-yard line. They need to get to the 26. Third down, 15. Hilton will roll. Looking, looking, got time, thinking about running up the middle. Now throws to the right, throws it in the air, and it's intercepted. Picked off by the Patriots inside the 15-yard line. Oh, that was an ill-advised play there. 
from the quarterback, Brendan Hilton. Zeke Williams on the interception, and the Patriots are in the red zone. First down and 10 for Alex Sakar and company. Football is at the 13-yard line. On first down, Sakar to keep it himself, cuts up the middle inside the 10, gets about five to the eight-yard line. And it looks like it's going to be second down and five. As Patrick Henry looks to take advantage here of the early turnover, two tackles for loss, one on a run, one on a pass. And then the interception by Williams. Second down. They can get to the three for a first and goal. Will Sakar call his own number again? But first we get whistles and our first penalty marker of the afternoon. And that might wipe out the five gained on first down. Signal is false start against Patrick Henry. So... Back it up five, second and ten instead of second and five at the 13. 2.15 gone by here opening quarter. And Patrick Henry trying to take advantage of the short field and get an early lead. Jumbo package to the left. It's Sakar. He'll get a few yards approaching the 10, and that'll be it. Knee down just inside the 11. So we'll call that a gain of two to make it third down and eight. Newell will check in for Patrick Henry. Third down, eight yards to go. Again, get to the three, you get a first and goal. Nine minutes to go, first quarter. Patriots taking their time. Sakar, and another stoppage of play. Do we get a timeout this time? Or do we have another penalty marker on the field? Dead ball foul, false start again against Patrick Henry. Wow, so as well as the defense has played, two tackles for loss, the interception by Zeke Williams. They start the drive at the 13. They now find themselves at the 16 and a half. And it's going to be third down. We will call it about 12 and a half yards with 8.38 to go. Is a two-down territory. Do you do the out route to Williams? No wide receivers are branching out. So it's either Newell or Sakar this time. And we get a timeout call. Timeout with 8.25 to go in the first. Patriots want to talk it over. We'll take a 30-second timeout as well. No score, 8.25 to go first quarter. This is the game of the week, the Region 4B Football Championship on 102.9 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for all of your cooling needs. 
call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Third down, a little bit more than 12. They got to get inside the four yard line for a first and goal. No score. Patriots trying to take advantage of the interception by Zeke Williams. They'll send Newell out wide to the right. Sakar will roll this way. Now look back at the end zone. Got his man, but overthrows him incomplete. Way overthrowing the intended receiver. That was Christian Berry. And on fourth down, It'll be a field goal try, and if Dinwiddie, if they make it here, and Dinwiddie holds Patrick Henry to three, they're happy about that. If for some reason Dorsey misses here, Generals grab the momentum right back from the Patriots at 8.20 to go first quarter. Arusa will hold it from the 23, and what do you know? It's a 33-yard field goal attempt. We've seen one of those recently. Snap good, kick goes up, and the kick is through the uprights, and good. It is 3-0, Patrick Henry, 8.15 to go first quarter. Back after this 30-second timeout on the game of the week, the Region 4B Championship, 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Buy your next SUV from Luck. Did you know that there are six different SUVs to choose from at Luck Chevrolet? From the economical tracks to the people-hauling Suburban, Luck has an SUV to fit your needs, including the return of the all-new Blazer with six different trim levels for true personalization. See all the models online at LuxChevrolet.com. Call 798-9261 for details. Then go to Luck Chevrolet for a test drive. Luck Chevrolet since 1916. So they aren't able to kick it into the end zone. In fact, a couple of penalties hurt their cause. But handed to William Dorsey, 33-yard field goal good. Second time he's done that in less than one quarter of action. That was the game winner last week at Louisa, also from 33 yards. 8.15 to go first quarter. Patriots up 3-0, and here comes the ensuing kick from Dorsey. High, deep, and taken in the end zone. Coming out, 15-20, football's loose. The football comes out, and Patrick Henry recovers at the 30-yard line. It's Nick Sakar. And the second turnover of the afternoon for Dinwiddie on the return gives the Patriots another short field. Wow. So the Patriot offense is right back onto the field. You know, with this advantage here, you almost feel like you're you're pressured to really kind of kind of make sure you're in the end zone this time. Two early turnovers, you don't want to settle for two field goals or for some odd reason not get a chance to score at all here. You need to punch this in. First and 10 from the Generals, 30. Newell wide right, one of two wide receivers. Mines is there too. Dump it, Aruza complete, 25, 20, 15, and finally brought out of bounds. Great play. They send Newell out in motion as a decoy. He becomes a blocker for Owen Aruza, who makes it inside the 15. Looks like at about the 14-yard line, where it will be first down, Patrick Henry. 
That is Sakar's first completion of the afternoon. And they're in the red zone. First down and 10 at the 14. Mines to the right. They'll send Newell out to the left along with Zeke Williams. Aruzo will check that. Sakar will roll left. There's trouble. Now he's going to cut back right. He's got a blocker if he wants to run. Trying to get around the corner. Breaks two tackles inside the 10 and out of bounds. Alex Sakar does such a good job at improvising. Once the pocket collapses, he is always a threat. We do have a penalty marker on the field about where he reversed field at the 20-yard line. So that'll stop play with 7.48 to go in the first. One thing that has hampered Patrick Henry all season long, they stayed away from it against Spotsylvania in round one. They had some issues with it last week against Louisa, and it's committing penalties, and it looks like they've committed another one. Personal foul against Patrick Henry. So now the question is, the 15 yards will be from what spot? They're going to put it to the 36-yard line. So the play or the foul was at the 21. So Sakar gets inside the 10. The foul committed at the Dinwiddie 21. The Patriots are going to have it first and forever, it seems. they got to get just inside the five-yard line. So kind of bookmark this situation, fans, if the Patriots don't get a touchdown here. We say that because you get the interception, a couple of false start penalties, stall your cause, and you settle for a field goal. Here, catch to Arusa for 16 after the fumble recovery on the kickoff return at the 30. Then Sakar rumbles around, is able to get inside the 10, but the personal foul committed at the 21 puts it back to the 36, and it's first down and 31. They've got to get just inside the five-yard line for a first and goal, but they have four downs. Mines to the right, Williams to the left, Newell to the right of Sakar. First down, Alex looking to pass, got time, now flushed out of the pocket, throws it long, and it is just overthrown. The intended receiver, his brother, Nick Sakar. Marcus King on coverage for the Generals, and it'll be second down. And for Dinwiddie here, talk about a moral victory if you're able to somehow keep the Patriots off the board, get that football back, and then try to get your offense without Robert Barlow to just kind of settle down, settle in, and play Generals football. So second down, about 31 and a half at 7 minutes, 40 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Patriots 3, Generals nothing. Region 4B championship is at stake. And a trip to the state semifinals as well. Here's Sakar looking, looking. Flush to his right. Now he's in big trouble. Throws it, has a man, and oh, just over the outstretched arms of Jaden Mines. Would have been about a seven-yard completion. And it will be third down. 
And now you're in a situation where if you're Patrick Henry, you need to pick up 15, 20 yards. Try to get this into Dorsey field goal range. And we've only had four minutes and 28 seconds of time elapsed in this game. So with everything that's happened, this game is very young. And that's to the advantage of the Dinwiddie Generals. Even though they're down 3 nothing, Looking for a big stop here. Try to get the football back and calm down. Down just three. Third down. Sakar looking over the middle. Passes complete to Aruza. Gets inside the 20. Close to the 18-yard line. It'll be a 17-yard reception. They'll say the 19. And it'll be fourth down, and this is Dorsey territory if they want to go with him. It'll be a little bit further out this time, and that's what they will do. So Dorsey back on. Football's going to be placed at the 27 from the left hash. It'll be a 37-yard field goal attempt. The kick is up, and the kick is good. 6-0 Patriots, but a moral victory for the Generals. 6.48 to go first quarterback after this 30-second timeout. This is the game of the week, Region 4B Championship on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. You've got a bulldog in your corner, Big Z with Hometown Realty. Besides serving Ashland and the surrounding areas, he's part of the community. Let Big Z with Hometown Realty hustle for you. If you're thinking of buying or selling in 2020, use a local real estate expert who will be a bulldog in your corner, negotiating the best deal for you. Big Z with Hometown Realty studies the real estate market every day and wants to bring all that knowledge to bear when you make him your realtor. Call Big Z at Hometown Realty, 774-5683. So for the third time in about 20 minutes of real time, William Dorsey has it teed up at the 40-yard line. But the Patriots with two short fields. They started the first drive after the interception by Zeke Williams at the 16. Settled for three. Big penalty on a personal foul. Instead of being inside the 10, they're backed up to the 36. They settle for three. The ensuing kickoff taken at the six by Denway. To the 15, the 20, up the middle, 25. And then down to the 26, maybe the 27, Marcus King on the return. And Hilton and company will get back in business. They've had three plays, a tackle for loss on a run, a tackle for loss on a pass completion, and the interception. So the Generals just looking for their first positive play on offense and to try to settle things down. And again, no Robert Barlow in case you joined us late. Out with an injury. Hilton all alone in the backfield, five wide on first down. The lefty looks, and then it's a delayed draw. He'll get to the 30-yard line. Epps will meet him there, pushes the pile forward, keeps pushing. Fantastic play by Hilton with a couple of guys on the line coming out to help him. Down to the 38, that is a gain of 12 and a first down for Dinwiddie. Boy, shades of that incredible third down conversion by Sakar on the touchdown drive last week that took the entire third period. First down, handoff, looking for room off right tackle, falling forward for two to the 40. 
will be Antonio Tucker. That's Newell on the tackle. And second down coming up, they'll say a gain of a yard. The nose of the football just sniffing the 40 at 5.40 to go. In the first quarter. Hilton takes the handoff, going to keep it himself, but gets caught at the line of scrimmage. Zeke Williams gets off the bigger blocker and is able to bring him down. It'll be no gain. And it'll be third down, Patrick Henry. Third and nine at the 40 as we're now at 5-10, clock running in this first quarter. Patrick Henry fans holding their breath for the rest of the afternoon and hoping that 6-0 was good enough as opposed to it being, it could be 14-0 right now off those two turnovers. Hilton, three-man rushing. Hilton looking, looking, pocket collapsing, throws it, and it's better away. Intended for Tucker, and if Zeke Williams had turned around a half second earlier, he might have had his second interception of the afternoon. Knocks it down to the 43-yard line, so it'll be fourth down and nine. And the Generals will line up to kick. One man back deep, that's Antonio Ford at about the 35-yard line. It's a punt angle to the right side. It'll take a nice Dinwiddie bounce inside the 35 and go down at about the 34-yard line. 26-yard punt. And no return. And the Patriots take over. At their own 34, up six to nothing. We have 4:36 left here in the first period. Sakar and company in the huddle. Already their third possession of the afternoon. This game has no resemblance to last week's slugfest at Louisa. Shifting Arusa from right to left, first down. Sakar will call his own number and won't get much. Maybe a half a yard, and that'll be all. Javante Hobbs does a great job to wait, find a lane, get the penetration, and knock Sakar down no gain. Second and 10, 4.15 to go. And the clock running in this first period. Both teams won with offense two weeks ago. Both teams won with defense last week. Second down, 10-34. Fake it to Newell. Sakar looking, throwing, complete to Mines. And we'll see where his forward progress was. Not much of a gain there. Green on the stop. It'll be a gain of just two. So it'll be third down and eight. Patriots still trying to get that first big, big play of the night. General's defense has been asked to do a lot early this evening. So far, so good, despite being down 6-0. 
One man beside a Sikar on third down, and we get penalty markers coming in. Did the Patriots flinch, or just did what he give them a free five and make this a much easier third down? 3.14 to go, first quarter. Patrick Henry's already committed four, a three uh, penalties this afternoon, and this would be their fourth. Dead ball, false start, Patrick Henry. That's the first one that draws the ire of the Patriot fans. They thought it was encroachment against Dinwiddie. Coach Wakefield looking for an explanation, gets it from the head official. And so it is third down and longer. At the 31, they got to get 13. Coming up to three minutes to go in this first quarter, Patriots six, Generals nothing. Sakar looking downfield, looking for Sakar, his brother Nick, and it's incomplete. Just a bit underthrown, but we get a late penalty flag coming in where the play ended at the Dinwiddie 44, and I think we're going to get pass interference on the Generals, and if that's the case, it will be enough for a first down. It's not a spot foul like it is in the NFL, but at third and 13, if you get 15, unsportsmanlike conduct, it's not interference. It is an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, but it does the exact same thing. 15 yards gives them a first down. Wow. So the Patriots fail on third down, but an unsportsmanlike penalty. Gets the first down to PH. Should be at their 46. 2.55 to go here in the first quarter of the Region 4B Championship. Fans, we won't be on the air tomorrow for Verina Manchester, but we will be there live on Twitter. Follow Verina at Henrico Sports. Follow the Lancers at Chesterfield Sports, part of the RBA Sports Network. So the free first down. Thanks to the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. First and 10 for the Patriots at their own 46. Final 255 opening quarter. Fumble. Bad exchange between Sakar and Tyler Newell. And Newell is able to turn around and fall on the football. Loss of two. Back to the 44. So neither team is lighting the world on fire offensively here early. As Patrick Henry had two short fields, two trips to the red zone, had to settle for a pair of field goals. And Dinwiddie has only gotten as far as their own 40-yard line. They have one first down. Second down and 12. Sakar rolling, looking. Got a man complete. That's Aruza breaking a tackle. And going inside the 35, down to the 32-yard line. That is a 24-yard reception. And it's first down for Patrick Henry, and there's the biggest play so far this afternoon. Arusa has three catches early for 57 yards. And with a minute 50 to go, Patriots again in Dinwiddie territory at the 32-yard line. 
Sakar wanted to call his own number, but we get a penalty marker on the play, and it could be another false start against Patrick Henry. Ken Wakefield has is probably, I don't know, a decade younger than me, maybe. He may have as many gray hairs as I have by the end of this game. Five penalties against Patrick Henry, four of them of the false start variety. Those are ones you clean up in week one or two. Legendary former head coach Ray Long, of course, on the sidelines as well, and and he's just pacing as he's done for the last 37 years beside himself. He understands it. He knows what it takes to win a state title, and you can't give it away at the line. Here's Sakar. Finds a block, gets inside the 35, near the 32. So he gets close to the five-yard penalty call back. And it'll be second down and 10. As we go to the final minute of the first quarter. Sakar gets the snap, cuts up the middle, gets into traffic, is able to push to the 30, and that'll be it. A gain of two. Uh, There's a host of generals there. Third down and eight coming up. With 20 seconds left in the period, don't know if they have to put a playoff here before the end of the quarter. Epps out, Nick Sakar coming out, Barry comes out. They're in no hurry to get to the line. Patriots believe they can go to the first, and they will. First quarter in the books tonight. It is Patrick Henry, 6 Dinwiddie, nothing. Big third down after this 60-second timeout on the game of the week. Region 4B Football Championship, 1029, the Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hi, I'm Jason Crittenden, Campus Director for South University Richmond, a nonprofit, regionally accredited institution of higher learning located in the heart of Short Pump. For over 120 years, we've been preparing our students for jobs in healthcare, business, IT, counseling, and criminal justice. Come and experience smaller classroom sizes with classes day, night, and online. We know flexibility in your life matters. So find us online or call us at 888-SOUTH-RVA. That's 888-SOUTH-RVA. South University Richmond, providing the resources you need to succeed. South University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil cooling and heating products, depend on them for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for all of your cooling needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Second quarter underway in Ashland. Third and eight Patriots at the Dinwiddie 30, leading the Generals six to nothing. And we get another penalty marker on the field. The left tackle, guilty of another false start. Holy cow. That is the fifth false start call on them in this first half.
It backs it up to the 35. So now it's third down and 13. The sun is gone. The lights are on. The clouds are covering. Sakar on the draw. Going up the middle. Hit at the 30. Keeps the legs churning down to the 27-yard line. So eight yards for Sakar on the ground. I think this is a little bit outside of Dorsey's range. This could be four-down territory. Do not see Dorsey coming in. So it's going to be fourth down. Patriots need about five and a half yards. Check that, about four and a half. The marker is just shy of the 22. The football in the middle of the field at the 27. They got the jumbo package in. I think the whole world knows Alex Sakar is getting this football. Does he run heavy or not? On fourth down, looking for room. Behind his blocker, caught from behind, pushing the pile, but not enough. He'll get to the 24. That's a gain of three, but they needed four and a half. And the Generals hold. First down, Dinwiddie. So the Generals hold. And they have first down. Football at the 24-yard line. 11.01 to the half. First down, handoff to King, trying to get up the middle. Then they push the pile. Now it's just a battle. And it'll be a gain of two for King to the 26. Said Carter in the middle of that mess, and it'll be second down. And we're going to see that all afternoon long. More so from Dinwiddie without Barlow. I'm sure that, you know, the call from Billy Mills and the coaching staff is hand the football off, and then you big guys get off your block and get there and help push the guy forward. Second down, looking for pass protection here. Gets it, passes in and out of the hands of the receiver at the 40, incomplete. Hilton sent it down to Cedric Drumgool, and for a minute it looked like he had it for the first down at the 40, and then the ball squirts out Alex Sakar on coverage. And it'll make it third down with 10.21 to go in the first half. Coming up at the half, fans will relive some of the biggest moments of 2019 for these Patriots. We'll take you back to opening night against Osborne, the thriller against Deep Run, and last week's win against Louisa. Third down, screen pass. King has it, but King can't get away. He's down back at the 23-yard line. It's a completion of negative three yards. And on three and out, the Generals will have to kick. Hilton so far this afternoon, two of five for negative six yards and an interception. They miss Robert Barlow badly. That is a shame. When we get to this level, I enjoy watching teams at their height of competition against each other. Here comes the punt, a much better one this time. It'll drive Antonio Ford back to the 35. He had called for a fair catch. And it will be first down Patrick Henry with 9.35 to go here in the first half. So that will be 36. That's a 
50-yard punt. Great punt. Football at their 37-yard line. That drive took less than 90 seconds off the clock. And now, if you're Patrick Henry, this is a great time to put together a time-consuming drive and wear down that Dinwiddie defense. You get the ball to start the second half. At the 37, first down, Sakar handoff. Newell tripped up behind the line of scrimmage. Fantastic play. Shane Parham gets in there, throws that arm in, and Newell goes down. It's a loss of two. Newell with two carries for negative four yards, and it'll be second down. 9-10 to go, clock running, first half. 6-0, both Patriot field goals, off turnovers, an interception, and then a fumble recovery on the kickoff return after the first field goal. Second down and 12, Sakar. Looking to pass, throws, and it is incomplete. Looking for Nick Sakar at the 41-yard line. King in coverage. And King, nope, check that. It wasn't King. It was Cedric Drumgool on coverage, number 20, not number 30. And Drumgool did a great job just positioning his body so that there was no way Nick could get to the football. Third down, 8.47 to go in the first half. Last week, possessions at a premium. This week, possessions for everybody. Third and 12 at the 34. Sakar, back to pass, waiting, looking, and it's incomplete intended for Jaden Mines. Pair him on the coverage. There was body contact there, and we get a penalty marker in. And then we get a really late penalty marker coming in like seven seconds after the play. 8.42 to go here in the first half. So do we have two fouls or is it just confirmation of the one? (laughs) Pass interference, Dinwiddie. So Dinwiddie's only had two penalties in this first half, but they've been big ones. But they haven't hurt themselves yet. Patrick Henry drives and scores here. That's a third down pass interference penalty that gives Patrick Henry a first down at midfield. So at the 50, it's first down Patriots, 8.42 to go in the first half. Region 4B football championship on the line. Sakar on first down, fumble on the handoff, back at the 48, Dinwiddie says they've got the football, and they do, the turnover to Dinwiddie, Zachary Weaver gets the football. And it's recovered by Dinwiddie. At the 49. Generals get their first turnover and their first trip into Patrick Henry territory. First down, delayed handoff, 
King trying to find room, and there's just nothing there. And again, there go the generals trying to push the pile. But this time, they're going to say forward progress. Stop back at the generals, 48. It's a loss of three. And it will be a second down and 13. Secondary's got to be honest. And Hilton's got wheels. But Carter and Goulson, the guys up front, just need to realize just how much they're going to have to push back here this afternoon. Going for it all, Hilton, and he will overthrow the receiver, but we get a penalty marker in. That's either going to be interference or holding against Jaden Mines on the far side, and the Generals are going to get a free first down with 7.44 to go in the half. That ball was well overthrown. Interference, Patriots, first down, Dinwiddie. Seven penalties for 55 yards. Unbelievable. Dinwiddie's got the first down. Fake the handoff, looking, looking downfield, throwing over the middle, and it is almost intercepted by Jaden Mines. He was in one-on-one -on -one coverage. He wins it nicely, and boy, there for just a second, it looked like we would have had the third turnover of the afternoon on the Generals. Incomplete second down. Collis Pride, the intended receiver there. Second down at the 36-yard line. Hilton, handoff. Finally gets some running room up the middle to the 31, does King. Carter in there on the stop. It'll be a gain of six. To make it now third down and about four. Clock under 7.20 to go. Here in this first half, Patrick Henry six, Dinwiddie nothing. Patriots taking advantage of two early short fields but could only get field goals, could not punch into the end zone. Dinwiddie does, they'll have their first lead. Hilton rolling, looking, trying to get a screen. It's blown up. He's gonna run for his life and throw it away just before he takes a hit on the far sideline. Incomplete and the Patriots hold. Third and four now, fourth and four at the 31. I, if, if it's me, I'm going for it. And we see no signs of a punting unit here. Billy Mills calls the play, and the Generals will go for it on fourth down. They only need four to get the 27. This is a time to watch out for Hilton. Might be a delayed quarterback draw. Let's see. Five wide, three far, two near. Hilton going to take it off up the middle, and he will get the first down. James Epps gets him from behind, but it's not quick enough. Saw that one coming. First and 10 for Dinwiddie, or do we have an official's timeout? Now, the spot of the football, 
is a, is a bit interesting, to be honest with you. Ah, uh, they may be bringing out the chain just to measure and make sure. I thought he had the first down for sure. But we're going to double check it. Here comes the chain to measure and make sure we have it correct. First down or not? The answer is first down by just the nose of the football. Wow. On fourth and four, they're at the Patrick Henry 20. So wait a minute. They've reversed the call. They have reversed the call and said that it did stop him short of the first down. Oh, Dinwiddie fans will not be happy at that call. So the Patriots hold defensively and with 6.45 to go in the half, get the football back, but this offense of the Patriots needs to get going. The lead's still a precarious six to nothing. First down, Sakar, handoff, stopped at the line of scrimmage. Falling forward, Cameron Tolliver's first carry of the afternoon. And he'll get one, and that's all. Second and nine as we go under 6.30 to go. Again, coming up at halftime, a special look back at Game of the Week coverage featuring these Patriots. We'll look back at the crazy opener against Osborne three months ago today, the deep run battle in September, and we'll relive the big moments from Louisa last week. That's all coming up at halftime. Second and nine from the 28. Newell goes out now in motion. Sakar calling his own number up the middle, finds running room to the 34-yard line, brought down there by King, be close to six. And you're going to make that about a third down and three. Football at the 34, got to get just across the 37, with coming up to 5.30 to go here in the first half. Patriots six, Generals nothing, Region 4B championship on the line. They'll send Newell wide to the far side. Third and three, Sakar looks for running room, finds it briefly, and then pushed back a yard short of the first down at the 36-yard line. So it's third and three, you get two. You're in your own territory. You're only up six. What do you do? Samandre Williams coming out. Owen Arusa checks back in. Tyler Newell looking to see whether he's in or out. And I think we're going to get a timeout here called by Ken Wakefield, and we will. Fourth and one. Patriots at their own 37. 4.43 to the half, up 6 nothing. Back after this 30, 32nd timeout on the game of the week, 1029 The Mater and the RVA Sports Network. You've got a bulldog in your corner, Big Z with Hometown Realty. Besides serving Ashland and the surrounding areas, he's part of the community. Let Big Z with Hometown Realty hustle for you. If you're thinking of buying or selling in 2020, use a local real estate expert who will be a bulldog in your corner, negotiating the best deal for you. 
Big Z with Hometown Realty studies the real estate market every day and wants to bring all that knowledge to bear when you make him your realtor. Call Big Z at Hometown Realty, 774-5683. A big and, excuse me, hearty welcome to all the fans listening in this afternoon, both at rbasportsnetwork.com and HanoverCountySports.net. Fans listening on the TuneIn Radio app on Radio, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. Some Generals and Patriots fans who may have made it up to Charlottesville and you're listening on your way back. If you're a Tech fan, you're not happy. If you're a UVA fan, congratulations. Connection to the Patriots on that final. Tell you about that after this fourth and one. Patrick Henry calls the timeout and decide to go for it in their own territory. They need about a yard and a quarter. Sakar looking for room. And he will just push the pile enough. He'll get to the 38. Gain of two. First down, Patrick Henry. So two yards. And that's enough for the first down with 4.35 to go. We'll restart the clock with the chain set. It was Patrick Henry graduate Eli Hamback who got the fumble recovery late in Virginia's win over Virginia Tech, their first win over the Hokies in 15 years, and they will head to the ACC championship. Congratulations to Eli. First down, Tolliver on the handoff, hit at the 40, spins to the 42, maybe the 43-yard line. Tucker had him at first and then lost him. And Cameron's going to get at least four on his second carry. So second down and six. Critical juncture here. The Patriots can get a time-consuming drive, take up most, if not the rest of the half, get some points on the board, have a two-score lead, then get the ball to start the second half. That would be premium positioning if you're Patrick Henry. Sakar back to Tolliver. Find some room, brought down from behind at the 47. That'll be another gain of four. Third down coming up. Marcus King's been a very busy man on both sides of the football for Dinwiddie here in this first half, and he does a nice job to bring Tolliver down. Good leg tackle there to make sure Tolliver couldn't kick it out and keep the legs churning and get the first down. Third and two with the 47. Sakar back to Tolliver. Cuts to the right. Gets hit, falls forward to midfield. That's a Patriot first down. Javante Hobbs did everything he could to try to keep Tamron from Cameron from getting two. They lined the gain, but he gets three when he needs two. It's first down at the 50. 2.50 to go here in the half. Patriots down to one timeout. Dinwiddie does have two remaining here in this first half. Have to go back in the record books to see how many third down conversions Patrick Henry had in that opening possession last week that took the entire third quarter and then some. Sakar wants to pass, looking for Williams. He's not there. Now flushed out of the pocket, and he will go down. It's not going to be a quarterback sack, if you can believe it, because Sakar kept his legs churning and was able to fall forward to the 49, and how Alex got a yard out of that, I'll never know. He should have been down for a loss of five. Instead, it'll be second and nine. As we come up now on two minutes to go. And again, one timeout left for Patrick Henry. 
It was beautiful sunshine, and then the minute we flipped the coin, it was like God threw the light switch, and the clouds just came rolling in. And now it's past sunset. Second and nine. Sakar looking over the middle, throwing to no one, and it's intercepted. Wide open. That's Drumgool at the 30. Miscommunication there. Sakar thought somebody was going to be breaking down the middle, and nobody did. Drumgool gets the football, and it's the second turnover against Patrick Henry. So Cedric Drumgool with the pick. First down for Hilton. Third will bring him down. It's a quarterback sack at the 22. Camden Bird with the sack. That's a loss of eight. And it'll be second down. They're going to say football down 23. Thought they had it at the 22. So, loss of seven, second and 17. One minute left in the half. Hilton, handoff, running right into Cedric Carter. King, no gain. Cedric Carter was there waiting with open arms. And that's the last thing you want to see if you're a running back. And it's third down. I know this is tearing Robert Barlow apart up over there on the far sideline, not being able to be in this game. And the Generals are missing him sorely. They are not They are not pressed for time here. It looks like the Generals, they're just going to try to avoid a late turnover here. Let's see what Hilton does rolling to his left. Looking, he will throw long, but it will be intercepted. Underthrowing the intended receiver which was Collis Pride. We have a penalty marker back in the backfield. Chase Allen on the interception, but let's see if it stands with 20 seconds to go. It's holding against Patrick Henry. The interception will stand. And the Patriots will get it. So Chase Allen grabs the underthrown football at the 45, but only 20.6 seconds left. And one timeout. Three turnovers for Dinwiddie in the first half. The Patriots have two. And Jordan Allen will check in the left-handed sophomore quarterback. Low snap, picks it up off the ground, throwing long, looking and under overthrowing the intended receiver. And that was Zeke Williams. Sakar was in the general vicinity. to go. Patriots up six to nothing. And if that's all it is, Dinwiddie goes to talk about it at halftime. They're going to have to be A, really happy about it, but B, 
completely stymied as to what to do offensively to get a spark going. Second and 10 from the 45. Allen again looking, throwing, complete. Camden Bird at the 39, at the 35. Steps out of bounds at the 32-yard line. 23 yards for Bird. Six seconds to go. So with six seconds left at the 32 of Dinwiddie, what do you do? Little too far for a field goal. Allen with it, low snap, quick pass, complete mines, out of bounds. At the 26, maybe the 27. So a gain of five, two seconds left. And they're going to bring Dorsey in. Dorsey is in. They'll spot it at the 34. It's a 44-yard attempt. The kick is up, and the kick is wide left. No good. It had the distance, but he pushed it wide left. And we hit the half in the 2019 Region 4B Football Championship. It is Patrick Henry 6 and Dinwiddie nothing. We're going to take a two-minute timeout. We will come back, go over some of the stats of the first half, look ahead to the, tonight's action, tomorrow's action, and take a special look back at the 2019 season. That's all part of halftime. Coming up after this two-minute timeout, as you're listening to the 2019 Region 4B Championship on the game of the week, 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Whatever it is you love about Virginia, natural beauty, local food and drink, chances are you have a farmer to thank for it. And when you insure your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. And you help support farming and agriculture and preserve the Virginia way of life. All you have to do is drive. Go to VAFB.com now for a free online auto course. Or visit your local agent today. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet on Route 1 has a truck for your lifestyle and budget, including the new Trail Boss Silverado. The Trail Boss has a special off-road package with a Rancho shock lift, unique blackout rims with aggressive tires, and a 355 horsepower V8. Check out this bad mamma jamma online at LuckChevrolet.com. Call 798-9261 for details, then stop by Luck Chevrolet for a test drive. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil cooling and heating products, depend on them for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for all of your cooling needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. 
Hi, I'm Jason Crittenden, Campus Director for South University Richmond, a nonprofit, regionally accredited institution of higher learning located in the heart of Short Pump. For over 120 years, we've been preparing our students for jobs in healthcare, business, IT, counseling, and criminal justice. Come and experience smaller classroom sizes with classes day, night, and online. We know flexibility in your life matters, so find us online or call us at 888-SOUTH-RVA. That's 888-SOUTH-RVA. South University Richmond, providing the resources you need to succeed. South University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Penalties, turnovers, field goals, and nary a touchdown to be found in Ashland, Virginia, as we bring you back on the campus of Patrick Henry High School. On this Black Friday, as the sun has said goodnight, the wind continues to blow and the clouds have moved in. We are at the half in the 2019 Class 4 Region B Football Championship with the score, Patrick Henry 6 and Dinwiddie nothing. Patrick Henry with two golden opportunities to punch it in for touchdowns early on and interception on a third down on Dinwiddie's first possession of the game by Zeke Williams set the Patriots up at the 13, but they ended up committing two false start penalties that stalled the drive. William Dorsey comes in, kicks 33-yard field goal to make it 3-0. Then, on the ensuing kick, Dinwiddie fumbles the football. The Patriots recover at the 30-yard line. But a personal foul penalty sinks that drive in terms of trying to get to the, the end zone because on first down, it was a completion from Sakar to Aruza for 16 to the 14. And then Alex had flushed out of the pocket and was able to get inside the 10-yard line. Looks like it was going to be second and four at the eight. But the personal foul penalty back at the 21 pushed him all the way back to the 36. They were able to get into Dorsey field goal range, and William hit a 37-yarder to make it 6 to nothing. And that's all we've seen in terms of scoring. Three turnovers by the Generals, two turnovers by Patrick Henry. And in the penalty game, Coach Ken Wakefield's talking it up in the locker room, I'm sure. Seven penalties for 55 yards, two 15s, and then five different false start calls. And for Dinwiddie, two penalties, but both of the 15-yard variety. Two penalties for 30 yards. It's been a tough day in terms of trying to find some offense if you're Dinwiddie. Hilton, the quarterback, unofficially two of eight, negative six yards, and a pair of interceptions. And the leading ball carrier is their quarterback, Hilton, with only nine yards. Alex Sakar, four of eight, 57 yards. 11 carries for 56. But again, nobody's been to the end zone. Owen Arusa, three catches for 57 yards. Fans, it's been quite a year to wrap up a decade, if you can believe it, of Game of the Week coverage in our 18th season overall, which began on September 6, 2002, when Patrick Henry went to Atlee to take on the Raiders, and thus began a love affair between WHAN Radio and high school football. And we have been so, so, so blessed to be along for the ride. So we thought here at the half, being the only game in town, no other scores to bring you today. The Lux Chevrolet scoreboard is down because we're the only game going on right now. Games that play tonight are starting at 7. And we suspect that we will be complete by then. So stay tuned to our Twitter network tonight for updates. The RBA Sportsnet for the King William TJ 2A final from Huguenot. Our buddy Danny Lewis will be there, and we'll get updates from him. Looking forward to that. And, of course, Thomas Dale down to the coast taking on the one-seed Oscar Smith in the Region 6A championship, and that one kicks at 7 as well. 
So we thought we'd go back and listen to some of the highlights of the 2019 Patrick Henry season, which began here three months ago tonight with a wild 42-34 win over Osborne. Then a few weeks later at 3-0, 3-0 deep run comes in, and a defensive slugfest is won in the final minute by a Carter Foy field goal you'll hear in a moment. And then we'll take you back to last week. The touchdowns, the wild final drive, the Dorsey field goal to win it, and the final frantic play filled with Louisa laterals that fell short. Here's a look back at some of the highlights, and trust me, there were enough highlights to fill a 30-minute reel. We got it down to seven minutes. A look back at 2019 on the Game of the Week. is underway. Sakar from the nine, up the middle to the 20. Got a good block. 30, 35, 40. Near midfield, jumps a man into Osborne territory, and he will not be stopped. Touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots, and there is no flag. Handoff up the middle, diving and into the end zone for Osborne is Jonathan Ojo for a touchdown. Sakar calls his own number around right side, inside the 10, the 5, and into the end zone, but we have a penalty marker on the field. No, they're waving the flag away. No flag. Touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots. Up the middle, Williams hands off, breaks a tackle, and he is... Did he get into the end zone? Yes, he did. Touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots. They'll start faking it. Sakar's got it. Right side, breaks away. They'll just take one play. Thank you very much. Touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots. Alex Sakar from 60 yards. They bit on the play fake to Newell, and Sakar went untouched around right corner. Holy cow. They're at their 40, and they've got to get to the Osborne 38-yard line. Clock under 3.30 to go. Blitz coming. Sakar has time. Throws it up. Williams one-on-one, and he caught it! Oh, my gosh! What an incredible catch falling down on his back. Zeke Williams with maybe the play of the game. First down, Patrick Henry, all the way down to the Osborne, 24-yard line. Back to Newell, up the middle, touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots. The game comes down to this, point three to go. Hollingsworth goes down. They tried to fake the handoff, and the defense catches up to him, and the Patriots will win. Tight formation from the one. Kite keeps it. He's in. Touchdown. Deep run Wildcats. 
It's six to nothing. Third and goal, tight formation. Alex calls his own number. Williams tries to push him into the end zone. Looking for the signal, touchdown. Patrick Henry, Patriots. They're setting up for a 41-yard field goal attempt to take the lead. Snap good, hold good, kick up. The kick is long enough, and it is good. It is good. From 41 yards, Carter Foy nailed it. It would have been good from 50. After 17 seasons of Game of the Week high school football here on the Mater, for the first time ever, we greet you live from the jungle. The way this game is developing early fans, possessions are going to be at a premium. Tolliver in motion now. He'll check to the far side. Sakar looking to run. Cuts up the middle. Good running room. Breaks the tackle and is into the end zone. Touchdown. Patrick Henry, Patriots. Alex Sakar from 20 yards out. How many times have we seen him run that play and find the end zone this season? Patriots take the lead at 6-3 at 10-20 to go here in the opening half of play. Third down and eight. This is a big one for the Patriots. Sakar looking to run. Cuts left side. Pushes the pile. He'll be short of the first down. Keeps running. Wait a minute. He's still going. Oh, my word. Alex Sakar should have been stopped on third down and eight at about three yards short. But the pile plunges to the 15-yard line. Unbelievable play by Sakar. From the half-yard line, low snap, Sakar. This time he's in. Touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots. The Lions hoping to host Dinwiddie next week and move to 12-0 in what's been one of their toughest tests all year. Sakar looking, looking, looking. Now the pocket collapses. He needs to hurry. Throws, got Tolliver, complete. Tolliver, first down, first down, Patriots. Patriots across the 45 out of bounds to the 48-yard line. Will Dorsey. Now they backed it up just a bit. We're going to call it officially a 33-yard attempt. Snap good, hold good. The kick is up, and the kick is good. The kick is good. Dorsey from 33, and the Patriots go crazy on the far side of the field. There are 15.3 seconds left. So there's still a heartbeat for Louisa. It's not over yet. Tried the hook and lateral, good. Lateral again, good. Lateral again another time. Looking for a lateral again. Time has expired. This will be it. Back to Hunter. He can't pass the ball. They're trying to get him back at the 20. Another lateral. And then another lateral back to Hunter. Off the ground. Ball is loose. Hunter picks it up. He had a block. He decides to run around. Now looking again. Lateral down. It's over. It's over. Final score tonight. Patrick Henry 16. Louisa 15. We'll have football in Ashland next weekend. And there's more to come. We're not done yet. 
halftime at the Region 4B Football Championship. Number four, Patrick Henry, six. Number seven, Denwitty, nothing. A sloppy first half by both teams. Patrick Henry scoring six points off two early Dinwiddie turnovers, but not 14. So the Generals have to feel good about the fact that despite playing one of their roughest halves of football this season, they're only down by six points. The Patriots will get the football in minutes to start the second half. What a year here on the Mater. Another great year of the game of the week. We've seen some fantastic teams. We've seen Monaghan. We've seen Verina. They play Manchester tomorrow. That, incredibly enough, Ken Wakefield said the loss to Verina, his team played the best that night, even though they lost big to a Blue Devils team that finally vanquished Highland Springs and go to Manchester tomorrow looking for the Class 5 Region B football championship. By the way, game previews of all of the regional finals up right now at rbasportsnetwork.com. That's rbasportsnetwork.com. The second half is next after this two-minute timeout. This is the 2019 Class 4 Region B Football Championship on the game of the week, 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. You've got a bulldog in your corner, Big Z with Hometown Realty. Besides serving Ashland and the surrounding areas, he's part of the community. Let Big Z with Hometown Realty hustle for you. If you're thinking of buying or selling in 2020, use a local real estate expert who will be a bulldog in your corner, negotiating the best deal for you. Big Z with Hometown Realty studies the real estate market every day and wants to bring all that knowledge to bear when you make him your realtor. Call Big Z at Hometown Realty, 774-5683. Whatever it is you love about Virginia, natural beauty, local food and drink, chances are you have a farmer to thank for it. And when you insure your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. And you help support farming and agriculture and preserve the Virginia way of life. All you have to do is drive. Go to VAFB.com now for a free online auto book. Or visit your local agent today. Buy your next SUV from Luck. Did you know that there are six different SUVs to choose from at Luck Chevrolet? From the economical tracks to the people-hauling Suburban, Luck has an SUV to fit your needs, including the return of the all-new Blazer with six different trim levels for true personalization. See all the models online at LuxChevrolet.com. Call 798-9261 for details. Then go to Luck Chevrolet for a test drive. Luck Chevrolet since 1916. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil cooling and heating products, depend on them for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for all of your cooling needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. And a shout out to Hanover Fire and EMS. Got one of their big ladder trucks out here right by the scoreboard tonight. Had the American flag high in the air for the playing of our national anthem before this Class 4 Region B football championship this afternoon. We took to the air at 3.30 under brilliantly sunny skies. And over the last hour and 45 minutes, we went from sun to clouds. Obviously, the sun has already said goodnight. 
setting before 5 o'clock for the next few weeks or so. And lots of cloud cover in the area. May have a little bit of rain tomorrow during the three region championship games on deck for Saturday. 5B is the big one. Verina at Manchester. It kicks at 1 o'clock. We'll have live Twitter coverage. Verina fans follow Henrico Sports. Manchester fans follow Chesterfield Sports. That's the letter C, Field Sports, part of the RBA Sports Network. 2 o'clock kicks will be the Region 3B final between Goochland and James Monroe. Give you a plug to my buddy Jonathan McNamara. He's got the call over on 100.5 FM tomorrow, 2 o'clock start. And the Hopewell Blue Devils at Murner Field tomorrow at 2 in the 3A final. They take on the Phantoms of Phoebus looking to go to 13 and oh, they are the last undefeated team left in our area. Later tonight, Thomas Dale and Oscar Smith for the 6A crown. 2A on the line. Number two, King William at number one, TJ. The game at Huguenot. Both those games at seven. You're listening to WHA in Ashland, Richmond, W275BQ Ashland. Calvin Cecil, producer extraordinaire, back in the studios of the Mater, not far from where we are, where the or how the crow flies. Rob with them, happy to be with you tonight. And we're ready for second half action. The Patriots will get the football to start the second half, moving left to right across your radio dial, PC, tablet, or mobile device. First kickoff of the afternoon for Dinwiddie. And we get a flag coming out of it. I think we'll get an offside, a false start against the Generals. They only had two penalties in the first half, but both were 15 yarders. Patriots had seven, including five false start calls. So offside against Dinwiddie, and so they'll back it up to the 35 and make them kick it again. So fire up the music again. Sakar back there. Can't tell at the angle if that's Jaden Mines or Samandre Williams. I suspect it's Jaden. Samandre back last week from injury. And the kick. High angling toward the sideline. Better pick it up quickly. They do. And right out of bounds at the 30. And that was Mines picking it up on a hop. And they're going to say officially the football will be at the 29-yard line. And the Patriots take over there to start the third quarter. Glad you're with us tonight, whether on WHAN 102.9 FM, 1430 AM, 102.9 The Mater. Listening online at rbasportsnetwork.com, hanovercountysports.net. A lot of fans on the TuneIn radio app tonight on Radial, R-A-D-I-A-L-L. I know some Dinwiddie fans not able to make the trip up today, but a lot of them did. Navy Nation always travels well. First and 10 Patriots from the 29. Third quarter underway, quick pass incomplete. Nick Sakar had it at the 36. That was simply Nick, run down the field five yards. Your brother will hit you, and then you see what you can do. And I think he forgot to just pull in the football. He was more worried about where he could go and if there was a hit coming. And it's going to be incomplete second down. Classic case of putting the eye off the football a quarter second too early. Newell to the left of Sakar on second and 10 from the 29. Alex will roll left, looking to the sideline. It's Williams, complete, gets away from one man, and a second, 
and will get very close to first down yardage at the 39-yard line. A lot of times on film, you see that play, and Zeke is happy to settle to go out of bounds. But Zeke didn't do it that time, and he gets 10, and Zeke's first reception offensively tonight is a Patrick Henry first down. Zeke had the interception on the first drive for Dinwiddie tonight that resulted in the first field goal. So they open it up a bit here in the third period by sending trips to the far side. Now they're going to send them here to the near. Williams and Mines and Sakar, that's Nick, from the 39. Alex will roll this way. Looking pass caught by Williams at the 44. King on the tackle. That should be a about a five-yard reception. They'll say the 34. No, 34. That should be five. Because they got to get to the 49. So, yeah, second and five. A minute 20 gone by here in the third quarter. Patriots ball up six to nothing. Trips to the far side this time. Alex will call his own number, try to get around. Then to midfield, cuts up the middle. They're trying to strip the ball away from Sakar. He'll hold on, get to the Dinwiddie 47, and that'll be enough for a first down. That's a nine-yard gain for Sakar. First carry of the second half. 12 carries, 65 yards unofficially for Alex, and as we say, it's a tradition here at the game of the week. Our stats are painfully unofficial. Coming up to 10 minutes to go in the third, this is the opening drive of the third quarter. Patrick Henry into Dinwiddie territory at the 47. The drive started at the PH 29. Sakar rolling right on first down. Now kicks back to the left, looking, throwing down field, and it is caught by Nick Sakar, but he's out of bounds. Couldn't get a foot in at the Dinwiddie 25-yard line. Oh, that would have been a heck of a play had it happened. Stops the clock at 9.45 in the third. It'll be second and 10 from the Dinwiddie 47. Patriots six, Generals nothing. Two Will Dorsey field goals. The difference back. It's back in the first period off two. Dinwiddie turnovers. Generals have three on the evening. The Patriots have two. Second and ten. Patriots at the Generals 47. Three wide here to the near side. Sakar will roll this way. Looking. Pass incomplete. King had it. Trying to set. Perception, but that will be an incomplete pass, and it'll be third down. Somebody didn't run their route correctly because Alex was throwing into a zone situation, and someone who was supposed to be there was not. And now it's third and ten, and the general defense looking for a stop here. As as tough as it's been for the offense for Dinwiddie without. Robert Barlow, they've spent this entire game only down by one possession. This defense has had to be called on a lot. And now they need to stop on third and ten. Sakar dropping back. 
Looking over the middle, pass incomplete. Nick Sakar threw his hands at the 31-yard line. Hobbs there on the coverage, but had Nick brought it in, it would have been a first down. And for the first time tonight, Dorsey will punt. One man back deep for Dinwiddie at the 20-yard line. 9.37 to go in the third. Low snap. Kick is a line drive. Takes a nice Patrick and rebounds. They'll let it roll all the way to the 10-yard line. 37-yard punt. No return. And Dinwiddie takes over at their own 10. Time remaining third quarter, 9.36. And the Patriots still up, 6-0. First possession, third quarter. For Hilton and the offense of Dinwiddie. First down from the 10. Going up the middle for just one on the carry was Tucker. The second down, Carter will get the tackle. And it'll be second down. Gain of close to two. Hilton, the left-hander, looking downfield. Got all day. Clean pocket. Now throws into double coverage, and it's caught at the 37-yard line. Cedric Drumgool with the reception. That is a 25-yard play. First down, Dinwiddie. Best play of the night so far for the Dinwiddie offense, bar none. Hilton with the confidence to throw it into double coverage and put it exactly where it needed to be. That was a fantastic pass from the 6-foot, 175-pound sophomore. Dinwiddie in business at their own 37 on first down. They're bringing the blitz. Up the middle, Tucker with it, breaks a tackle, breaks another into Patriot territory and down to the 38-yard line. And Dinwiddie is on the move here in the third quarter. That is 25 yards. First and 10 at the 38-yard line of Patrick Henry. Dinwiddie looking to get on the board. Tucker with the ball. Across the 35 to the 34, Tucker for four. Dinwiddie trying to play some hurry up here. They're gone, no huddle. It's been Dinwiddie's defense we've been wondering about if they would end up being worn down and worn out. Now Dinwiddie trying to do the same thing to Patrick Henry. 7.40 to go in the third, fake the handoff. Hilton flushed out of the pocket, over the middle, got a man wide open. At the 15, the 10, and down to the five-yard line. First and goal, Generals. That is a gain of 29 to Hazelwood. And we get a timeout on the field. First and goal 
a 29-yard reception. And now we get the clock rolling again. There was no timeout taken by either team. It is first and goal from the five. Under 7.20 to go in the third. Hilton, Tucker beside him. Handoff Tucker, looking for running room right side. He will get down to the one. Just shy of the goal line. Dinwiddie looking to tie the game on the opening possession of the third quarter. Billy Mills lit a spark under this offense at the half. Hilton inside the one they set up on second and goal. Tucker works to his left. Hilton looks for the end zone. He's in. Touchdown, Dinwiddie Generals. One yard touchdown run for Antonio Tucker. And we have a tie game, a new game, with 6.39 to go in the third quarter. What an impressive drive. And now for the lead. Point after attempt is up, and it is no good. The kick is wide right. And the Generals don't take the lead. We're tied at 6, 6.39 to go third quarter back after this 30-second timeout on the game of the week, Region 4B Football Championship, 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Hi, I'm Jason Crittenden, Campus Director for South University Richmond, a nonprofit regionally accredited institution of higher learning located in the heart of Short Pump. For over 120 years, we've been preparing our students for jobs in healthcare, business, IT, counseling, and criminal justice. Come and experience smaller classroom sizes with classes day, night, and online. We know flexibility in your life matters, so find us online or call us at 888-SOUTH-RVA. That's 888-SOUTH-RVA. South University Richmond, providing the resources you need to succeed. South University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. So the all-important extra point to take the lead for Dinwiddie is no good. And because of that, it is a tie ball game. Tyler, let's see, check that. Justin Davis pushed it to the right. As he tees it up at the 40-yard line, Patriots will get the football, but for the first time since early in this game, they don't have the lead anymore. From the 10, it's Sakar. 15-20, trying to get around the right side, gets away from one man. 25, out of bounds near the 30-yard line, and knocked out by Oscar Cunningham. And it'll be first and 10 for the Patriots at the 30. So first down for the Patriots. 30-yard line as well. They'll start this drive. That was a 90-yard drive for Dinwiddie. Just a fantastic drive with two big plays and some good running as well. Tucker, the star of that drive, but give Hilton credit for that fantastic drop on a dime first down early on into double coverage. First and 10, Sakar at the 30, calls his own number. Up the middle, gets four to the 34. It'll be second and six. That's Chris Parham on the tackle. Second down and six for the Patriots. 
who have yet to see the end zone tonight. Two field goals for Patrick Henry. Touchdown, a missed extra point for Dinwiddie. And halfway now officially through the third quarter, we're knotted at 6-6. The winner gets the winner of Churchland and Lake Taylor. The Region 4A championship kicks tonight at 7 in the 7-5-7. Winner here will travel to the winner there next weekend in the state semifinal in Class 4. Sakar rolling, looking, throwing, but way overthrowing Zeke Williams. Incomplete at the 45-yard line. Been a few times tonight that Sakar's just been off. That was certainly one of them. He is capable of putting that football over the shoulder and over the coverage. But that one sailed big time, and now it's third and six at the 34. And this general's defense needs a stop to get rewarded to give the football back to the offense to go, okay, you've got your spark. Now keep it going and get us the lead. Bird here to the right. Three to the left, or over on the far side from our position. 34, third and six. Sakar looking, trying to find Tolliver. Not there. Gets away from two generals, and then a third, and then slips. And he'll go down at the 20-yard line. Dinwiddie with a huge sack back at the 20. It's a loss of 14 yards. Chris Parham with the sack. Fourth down, Dorsey and the punting unit coming in. And the generals smell blood with 5.01 to go in the third quarter. The opportunity is here. Kamari Brown is at midfield. Dorsey has to kick it from nearest 10. High snap, line drive. Tolliver is down there. It'll stop taking a pH bounce, roll the other way, and Cameron will stop it at the 47-yard line. So a big Dinwiddie sack forces fourth down. And that's only 27 yards on the punt. And they have it at the PH 47, 6, 6, 4, 40 to go here in the third. On first down, Hilton fakes the handoff, rolling, rolling, looking, got a man, completed the 40 to the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, stays inbounds, touchdown, no, no. He stepped out of bounds at the Patrick Henry 22-yard line. So it'll be a gain of 25, but it will not be the go-ahead score. Side judge on the far side emphatically pointing to the 22-yard line. And Dinwiddie is at the PH 20. They're going to put it at the 21. So officially, 26 yards. Hazelwood now in this half alone, two receptions for 55. First down, handoff. King misses one man, falls forward, cross the 15 near the 14. King for seven. That's his best carry of the night. They're in the red zone with 4-10 left in the third quarter. Dinwiddie 
They know the feeling of playing for a state championship. They were there in 16 and lost. They won it all in 13. They want to get back. Back to King. Falls forward to the 10. That's enough for a general's first down. And whatever adjustments Dinwiddie has made at the half offensively, the biggest key, and now, ooh, this is not good. King is coming up limping. He hops off the field. Terrence Outlaw into the game at tailback. They already don't have the big man, Robert Barlow, out today with an injury. First and goal at the 10. Outlaw will set up with Hilton in the backfield. Dinwiddie looking for their first lead tonight, and we get a timeout on the field. Timeout, Generals, 326 left. Back after this 30, a 32nd timeout on the game of the week. Region 4B Football Championship, 1029, the Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Whatever it is you love about Virginia, natural beauty, local food and drink, chances are you have a farmer to thank for it. And when you insure your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. And you help support farming and agriculture and preserve the Virginia way of life. All you have to do is drive. Go to VAFB.com now for a free online auto course. Or visit your local agent today. Generals wrapping up their discussion on this timeout. Hopefully, Marcus King will be okay. Outlaw checks in at tailback. It is first and goal at the 10. The Dinwiddie offense has come to life here in the second half, trying to take their first lead tonight. Tied 6-6. Outlaw to the right of Hilton on first and goal. Handoff to Terrence, and he's down at the line of scrimmage. James Epps, Cedric Carter, both on the stop. Second and goal at the 10. Clock not a factor at this point, under 310 to go in the third. There's Ray Long all by himself on the other side of the field at the 30-yard line. He's patrolled these sidelines most of the last 37 years. He had a brief stint over a deep run as an assistant assistant earlier this decade. Other than that, he's been on this field since 1982 in some capacity. Handoff, Tucker, he falls forward to the 10. A Dinwiddie lineman falls into his quarterback, Hilton, back at the 15, and he goes down awkwardly but gets back up. It's third and goal at the 10. I suspect this is four down territory, i.e. if they don't make it here, they'll go for it on fourth down. Would they send Justin Davis out? He missed that extra point a few moments ago. 5-10, no, 2-10 left third quarter. At the 10, we got tons of movement. And a penalty marker coming in. Dinwiddie says Patrick Henry. The Patriots are saying the Generals, the typical stuff. And is it a false start against Dinwiddie? That's a penalty that plagued Patrick Henry early on on those two turnovers that only got him six. They'll back it up to the 15. Third and goal at the 15-yard line. Restart the clock. Coming up on two minutes to go. Third quarter. Patrick Henry, six. Dinwiddie six. These two teams have only played three times before today. 
Patriots have won two of the three, including their only postseason meeting back in 2007 at Dinwiddie. Hilton back to pass on third and goal. Rolling, rolling, looking, directing traffic. Nothing's there. Now he throws into double coverage, and it's knocked down. Chase Allen helping out on coverage. Samandra Williams, Jaden Mines. Intended for Drumgool, incomplete, and now it's fourth down at the 15. And, yeah, I think you have to try the field goal here because it's fourth and goal. You can't get a first down. You either score or you turn it over. So the Generals, with 136 to go in the third quarter, will call on Justin Davis, who missed an extra point a few moments ago. Ball down at the 21. This will be a 31-yard field goal attempt to take the lead. Good snap. Holds good. The kick is up, and the kick is no good. It's wide right, and the Patriots hold. The field goal try is no good. Still 6-6 with 1.30 to go here in the third quarter. And as time goes on, you get the feeling that there's going to be one play, just one big play. And that may be it for either team. Can Hilton do it with his arm? Maybe he has to do it with his legs. Jordan Allen in at quarterback. Sakar will check in as a wideout. Allen, first down, throw, complete Williams, 25. They're trying to rip the football out of his hands, and he's out of bounds after a gain of about five, maybe six. Looking to see it's a 26. It will be a gain of six and second down. Jordan Allen, who will be the future QB for Patrick Henry, left Southpaw sophomore. We've seen him on plenty of occasions this year. Coach Wakefield not afraid to go to him or Jaden Mines. And that way he can get Sakar out, give him an opportunity to either go wide out or now he lines up to the left of Allen. And now it's who gets the snap, trying to keep the Generals off guard. Alex is staying in to block. Allen looking. Oh, boy, looked like a face mask. And here comes the penalty flag at the 25. He'll go down at the moment, a loss of a yard. But I think this is going to be a first down for Patrick Henry at 32.3 to go in the third quarter. As he tried to get away from a couple of generals at about the 21, you could see that helmet move, face mask, Dinwiddie. Now let's see what the mark off is. It'll be five yards from the spot of the foul. This is not a personal foul. There used to be the five and the 15 variety in the NFL. They don't do it in there anymore, but they do here in high school. So it makes it second down and two at the 28, 20 seconds and counting, third quarter. Sakar now at H-back. Allen. Keep it himself, up the middle, first down to the 31. So first down, Patriots. 
with a quarter to go. They do not have to snap it here. And they will let the final seconds go off the clock. Three in the books tonight. We're tied at six. Back with the fourth after this 30-second timeout on the game of the week, the 2019 Region 4B Championship on 1029 The Mater and the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for all of your cooling needs. Call 3 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey, Wood and West. We start the fourth quarter for the final time this season at Patrick Henry High School. The Patriots fighting for the Region 4B Championship and for their first state football championship tournament appearance since 2001. They have the football first down at their own 31-yard line in a 6-6 tie. Two William Dorsey field goals in the first quarter off two Dinwiddie turnovers. The Generals get a touchdown in the third quarter, but they missed the point after, and they just missed a short field goal try, trying to take the lead. Allen in the backfield on first down at the 31. Looking, throwing for Bird, complete at the 39. Camden Skies makes the catch. Desmond Green on the stop. And let's see where they put the football. Looks like the 38. So seven on the reception and it'll be second down. What a luxury it is for Coach Ken Wakefield to look at Jordan Allen in the fourth quarter of a regional championship and go, I believe in you, Mo, make some plays. And Sakar can now be utilized in many different ways right now, kind of what Owen Arusa normally would do. Low snap, Allen has it, first down, yes, to the 40, keeps the pile churning to the 43-yard line. That's a gain of about six for Jordan Allen. Move the chain, first and ten, Patrick Henry. Ray Long built this program on long drives, time of possession, good defense. Maybe the quintessential Patrick Henry drive ever was last week's Third quarter and then some touchdown drive to retake the lead. They would love nothing more than to take a lot of this fourth period off the clock, get the lead, and say, okay, defense, get it done. They send Sakar in motion, and we get clock stop. Is that a timeout on the field? Ken Wakefield's way out there, which leads me to believe that it is. But we don't have the fig signal yet, and now we get it. Timeout, Patrick Henry. All right, so the Patriots were doing something Ken Wakefield didn't like. 10.33 to go in a 6-6 tie. They'll have it first and 10 at the 44. Once again, a big thank you to our guests this evening, and Hannah Lovetsky and Ian Ness. 
Don't forget the other games tonight, Region 6A Championship, Thomas Dale at Oscar Smith. Region 2A Final, King William at Thomas Jefferson, both kick at seven. The 2A Final at Huguenot, the 6A Final down in the 7-5-7. And the big one tomorrow will be the Region 5B Championship, Verina, who ended the reign of Highland Springs, now going to Manchester looking for revenge. Their two regular season losses were to Highland Springs and Manchester. They've avenged the Highland Springs lost and ended their four-year reign as Class 5 champions. Now they're going to go on the road and try to avenge the loss in double overtime three months ago tonight to Manchester. One o'clock kick tomorrow. We're on it on Twitter at both Enrico Sports and Chesterfield Sports, part of the RBA Sports Network. Out of the timeout for the Patriots. First and 10 at the 44. Allen still in at quarterback. They send Sakar in motion. Allen looking, double covered, and caught! How in the world was that caught? I don't believe what I just saw. Ryan Matotsky, as he's falling to the ground, Cedric Drumgoul had the interception. It went out of his hands into Matoski's. First down, Patrick Henry on a gain of 25. That was a dangerous throw. High risk, high reward. Patrick Henry football first down at the Dinwiddie 31. 10.05 remaining and a 6-6 tie. Sakar out in motion to the far side. They've got trips that way now. Allen will keep it himself. Breaks the tackle, 25. Inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. First down, Jordan Allen again of 12. So Sakar goes out wide. It spreads the defense enough. Allen had to shake one tackle and did and took a general for about a three-and-a-half-yard ride to get it inside the 19. First down, Patrick Henry. They're back in the Dinwiddie red zone. We are coming up on 9.35 to go in regulation. And if you're wondering, overtime in the playoffs works the exact same way as it does in the regular season. Each team gets four plays from the 10-yard line. We haven't had an overtime game on the Mater in 13 years. Allen, low snap, tries to get a block, does inside the 10, and close to first down yardage, looks like knee at the 10. Allen did a nice job that time because there really wasn't a whole lot there. And he was able to find just a tiny seam, get behind one of his blockers, and then falls forward, nose of the football at the 10. It's second and one, 8.45 to go. They'll send Sakar out in motion to the near side. Here's Allen with it again. Running left side, cutting up the middle to the five and into the end zone. Touchdown, Patrick Henry Patriots. It's Jordan Allen from 10 yards out. You would think it was Alex Sakar in crunch time, but Jordan Allen races in from 10 yards out. And it's 12 to six Patriots. Dorsey on for the point after attempt with eight. 28 remaining. 
Snap and hold are good. The kick is up, and the kick is good. 13-6, Patrick Henry. Back after this 30-30-second timeout. On the game of the week, Region 4B Football Championship, 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. You've got a bulldog in your corner, Big Z with Hometown Realty. Besides serving Ashland and the surrounding areas, he's part of the community. Let Big Z with Hometown Realty hustle for you. If you're thinking of buying or selling in 2020, use a local real estate expert who will be a bulldog in your corner, negotiating the best deal for you. Big Z with Hometown Realty studies the real estate market every day and wants to bring all that knowledge to bear when you make him your realtor. Call Big Z at Hometown Realty, 774-5683. For Patrick Henry fans that were worried, what are we going to do when Alex Sakar graduates at quarterback? May I introduce to you Jordan Allen. He led that drive. Got a little luck on the Batotsky catch. And did the rest basically in the red zone himself. 10-yard touchdown run. 13-6, the ensuing kick from Dorsey is taken back at the 7. Generals 15. And then down at about the 21-yard line, Desmond Green on the carry, coming in about 14 yards. And the Generals, who had a fantastic opening to the third quarter, driving 90 yards for their touchdown, now find themselves 79 yards away from a chance to tie it again. But this time they're down seven, not six, so they have to get a point after. Or would they go for two to take the lead after two misses by Davis? First down, 21-yard line, fake the handoff. Hilton looking, looking, flushed out of the pocket, going to flip it out on the flat, complete. Nick Sakar can't make the tackle. Down the sideline, 40, 45, another broken tackle. And down to the 46, Tyler Newell finally finishes the job. That is a gain of 25 yards and a first down. Tucker with a fantastic job there to basically, as soon as he saw his blocking didn't help anymore, he just got out of dodge and became the safety valve. So 25 on the reception. First down and 10. From the 46, handoff up the middle. And two, maybe three yards on that carry to make it second down and seven. We'll get close to midfield with time remaining. 7.38. Thank you very much. Always great hospitality here at Patrick Henry. And a little bit of refreshment for us here. Faking it to King. Looking, looking. Yep, Hilton's going to tuck it and run into Patriot territory. Cedric Carter makes him pay, but not before he gets a first down at the 42-yard line. Ten yards for Hilton and a first down into Patrick Henry territory. Seven ten to go in regulation. Thirteen to six. Dinwiddie trying to drive to tie it up. Tucker doesn't get it. Hilton will 
Can't find much room. He'll get a yard to the 41. That's all. And Nick Sakar is down and will get an official's timeout with 7.01 remaining. Nick Sakar, he's the younger of the two. He's a junior. Alex, the senior. And we'll get an official's timeout here, and the Patriots here on the sideline will take a knee as they attend to Nick Sakar at about the 44-yard line with 7.01 to go. It's going to be for Denwitty a second and nine with the football near the Patrick Henry 40. Patriots up 13 to six. Winner gets a trip to the Class 4 state semifinals next weekend, and it will either be against Churchland or Lake Taylor. And because both of those teams have better power ratings than both of these teams, that state semifinal will take place in Tidewater no matter what. So if Dinwiddie comes back and gets the win here, they'd have to be a road warrior for the fourth week in a row. The Patriots enjoying their second home game of the postseason. They had to knock off the one seed, Louisa, on the road to make it to this point. And they'd have to knock off maybe another one or a two seed to get to the States. Brother Alex is helping Nick off the field, but Nick needs help. He's not coming off totally under his own power. The coaches and trainers will work on Nick here on the far sideline. And for as much and deservedly so as Alex Sakar has gotten attention for work this year, his brother Nick has played a crucial role, especially on defense for these Patriots. Now without him, out of the timeout, second and nine, Dinwiddie at the PH 40. Fake the handoff. Rolling, looking, Hilton, looking, looking, and then finally throws it away as the heat comes to him at the line of scrimmage. Let me say this about Brenton Hilton. Brenton has an uncanny ability to stretch out a play as long as possible, and only once tonight did he try to force one in, and that one was batted away by Zeke Williams back in the first half. This kid's got potential and a, and a bright future for Dinwiddie. This is a young Dinwiddie team. I know they lose Robert Barlow. And I know they sorely miss him tonight. But there's a lot coming back for Billy Mills and company in 2020, no matter what happens here tonight. Empty backfield, Hilton, third and nine. Flushed out of the pocket, Epps is going after him, and James holds him up. And he'll go down at the line of scrimmage. No gain. James Epps makes it fourth and nine at the 40. And I would think this is four down territory. With 6.19 to go, you will likely get the football back if you count on your defense. Right now, you'd just like to get the first down. And here we go. Fourth and nine from the Patrick Henry 40. Hilton to pass. Got all day to throw. Down the sideline and overthrowing the intended receiver. 
just inside the 15-yard line. The intended receiver had a step on Zeke Williams, but it was too far. So the Patriots are at their own 41. They're up 13 to 6, 5.51 remaining. Allen will stay in at quarterback at the 41. Jordan just lowers his head and heads for the pile and gets two to the 43. So second down and eight. 5.30 to go. Now, you can't go... Th- Three and out here if you're Patrick Henry. You gotta you can't go but so conservative here. You've got to make sure that you keep moving that chain and keep running that clock. If you could uh, you know ostensibly the biggest thing you want to do is get it down to a point where the generals feel like they have to burn their last two timeouts. Each team with two. Five oh five to go. Allen looking to pass, swing it out, incomplete. Sakar couldn't quite get to it. Look like a good pass from here. Just don't connect. Allen, 5 of 7 unofficially for 66 yards. And that stops the clock with 5.02 to go. That's good news for Dinwiddie fans. Third down. The ball at the 43, they've got to get to the Dinwiddie 49. Matotsky, Mines here to the near side. Sakar next to Allen in the backfield. Allen fakes it to Sakar, cuts up field, and he'll be very close to the first down. Allen coming up at midfield going, I got it, I got it. It depends upon the spot, and he may be a half yard short. If he got eight, it's a first down. If he got seven, it's fourth and less than a yard. And I think we're going to get, are we going to get a measurement? I think so. 4.51 to go. Everybody waiting to see this call. He may be a bit short. Dinwiddie points in their direction, Patrick Henry in theirs, and the head official, I think, is looking for a piece of paper. He most certainly is to see. Can he put the paper in there? And the answer is no. First down. Oh, my, by a paper leak. They're at the Dinwiddie 49. 4.51 remaining. Mines, Matoski here to the near side. Allen asked, I think, the official about the play clock. They've restarted the clock. Allen wants a little bit of clock to run off. The guys have already gotten in position. 
And Patrick Henry is in no hurry to snap this football. And now Allen said, all right, let's get going. Four wide. Sakar is kind of an H-back. Allen on first down. Hit at the line of scrimmage and brought down. No gain. Fantastic play. 67 on the tackle. That's Cornell Lucius. It's a yard loss, second and 11. Whew, what a November, fans. <laughs> Tomato Bowl win, Spotsylvania win, the miracle in Louisa. Patriots now 345 away from a region championship up seven and we get a penalty marker. I think that's delay a game. And that is the last thing you want to do right now with 3.38 to go. Oh my. This is the first Patrick Henry penalty of the second half. And it is not delay a game. It is a legal procedure. So false start against the Patriots backs them up to the 45. That's going to make it second and 16. Now they do restart the clock. We go under 3.30 to go. Somehow you get the feeling Dinwiddie's going to get one more shot here. A very tight formation. Arusa back in. And something's not right, and Ken Wakefield's going to call a timeout with 3.12 to go. 3.12 left. We'll take a 30, a 30-second 30 timeout. 13-6, Patriots, 3.12 to go. Back in 30, game of the week, Region 4B Championship, 1029 the Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923, offering the finest in Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for all of your cooling needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Second timeout. They've got one left. Dinwiddie has two. It's second down and 16, Patrick Henry. At their 45, they got to get to the Dinwiddie 39 for a first down. They'll send Sakar out in motion. He's the only wide out. Allen. Rolling, looking, looking, pocket collapsing, and he's down. He's tripped at the 40. It's Lucius again. What a phenomenal play by Cornell. All the way back to the 41-yard line. That's a loss of four, and Dinwiddie's going to call a timeout. Oh, it's going to be third and long. And what a great play from Lucius. Third and 20, Patriots. Timeout, Dinwiddie. 
2.58 left, and the Generals with one timeout left. 13-6, Patrick Henry. WHAN Ashland Richmond, W275BQ Ashland. Calvin Cecil back in the controls. In the center of the universe, we're just outside of it, Patrick Henry High School. What a play by Lucius to set up now a third down and 20. Generals just want to get it one more time. And I think we have an illegal substitution coming up against Patrick Henry, which is going to make this even worse. No, no, no. Check that. No flag. They're looking to make a correction, and they've done it. So it's taken care of, and we'll get back to action. Clock won't start until the snap because of the timeout. 2.58 left. Third and 20. Allen, back to pass. And he's going to slide down at about the 38-yard line. And Dinwiddie will for be forced to take their final timeout, but they're going to get the football back. So the Dinwiddie defense comes up big. Generals call their last timeout. 2.49 left. I think Allen there probably was just thinking to himself, even if I lose a couple of yards here, A, don't go out of bounds to stop the clock, and then when he gets to save their final timeout, make him take it. Number two, avoid any hit that would cause a fumble. So for the sophomore, even though he lost three yards, I think that was a great play. So fourth and 23, Dinwiddie has nine on the line. Let's see if they come after Dorsey. They're coming with everybody, and it's gotten away. The ball will go out of bounds at the 27-yard line. 35-yard punt, no return. So the Generals get the ball. They're out of timeouts. 2.41 left. Patriots up 13-6. Do they get one final stop? Is this the last chance for Dinwiddie? Scanning the field quickly. I don't see Nick Sakar. First down, Hilton. Back to pass. Blitz coming. Got him! At the 24-yard line. Relentless pursuit from Dylan Swass off the corner. That's a loss of two. Most importantly, the clock is rolling. 2.15 to go. Four wide. Two to the near, two to the far. Now one man in motion. Backward pass to him. We're looking for 
the halfback option, double coverage, batted down, incomplete. Chase Allen, Alex Sakar on the coverage, Komari Brown, the intended receiver. Generals hoping a gadget play would help. It's third down with two minutes to go. If the Patriots hold, they likely could go into victory formation if they're another 20 seconds go off the clock. A first down at the 37. That's all Dinwiddie cares about right now. Hilton to pass. Looking, looking, plenty of time. Over the middle, got his man, and it's right at the marker. Complete for the game to the 37-yard line. Drumgool comes up big, and the Generals live on. Officially to the 38. First and 10, Denwitty. 38-yard line. They get the clock restarted after the chain is set, and it's set at 145 to go. Down to 140. No timeouts left. Denwitty needs to hurry here. Taking a little while to get this play going. 130 to go. First down, Hilton back to pass. Got plenty of time over the middle. Incomplete. In and out of the hands of Drum Ghoul, and we have a penalty marker back at the 33-yard line. Holding Dinwiddie. A crucial 10-yard penalty here. They're going to move them back to their 23. First down at 25. 125 left. Looking, looking over the middle, incomplete. Hilton had two men in that situation. He overthrew one and underthrew the other. He overthrew Brown, and it wasn't enough to get to Pride. And Pride actually was about three yards short of the first down. If he'd have been able to put a little more zip on that and get to Pride, suddenly it would have been like third and two. Or check that, second and two. Instead, it's second and 25. One eighteen to go. Timeout. Ken Wakefield's going to burn his last timeout. He doesn't like something on defense. Timeout, Patrick Henry. 1.18 to go. 13-6, Patrick Henry with the lead, trying to wrap it up on defense. Back after this 30-second timeout, game of the week, Region 4B Championship, 1029, the Mater of the RBA Sports Network. You've got a bulldog in your corner, Big Z with Hometown Realty. Besides serving Ashland and the surrounding areas, he's part of the community. Let Big Z with Hometown Realty hustle for you. If you're thinking of buying or selling in 2020, use a local real estate expert who'll be a bulldog in your corner, negotiating the best deal for you. Big Z with Hometown Realty studies the real estate market every day and wants to bring all that knowledge to bear when you make him your realtor. Call Big Z at Hometown Realty, 774-5683. Out of the timeout, second and 25, Dinwiddie's backs against the wall. They need a first down to the 47 and a half. Hilton looking to pass. Got his man. Complete. He needs to get out of bounds. Brought down at the 37-yard line. 
That's Collis Pride on the reception of 15 yards. That's a good play call. Get a chunk of yardage back. Get the clock stopped. 1-10 to go. But it's third and 11. That's a lot more manageable than second and 25. Again, they need the 47 and a half, almost the 48-yard line. 1-10 left. The Patriots are two defensive stops away from their first region championship in 18 years. Hilton is ready. Three here to the near side. Third and 11. Just need the first down yardage. Looking downfield. Got a man open. And Zeke Williams. Interception. Interception. Zeke Williams wraps it up. Oh, my. The Patriots are going to the state semifinals for the first time in 18 years. There's a party in Ashland, Virginia tonight. And the Patriots will lead the way. There is a region trophy in the house. And Patrick Henry is about to get it. Victory formation. Jordan Allen takes the knee. What a night. Can you get Coach to come up here? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, fans. My daughter's not with me tonight, so I'm working, kind of hoping one of the assistants could get me Ken Wakefield. One more knee, and there it is. The Patriots are going to the state semifinals. Unbelievable. One, it's over. The emotion on this football field, Cameron Bird is on crutches. He was injured earlier. He's hugging Nick Sakar. The teams will meet at midfield. Dinwiddie's incredible postseason run comes to a close at 7-6, and six, but good Lord have mercy. What a future Dinwiddie has. And yes, Dinwiddie sorely missed Robert Barlow tonight. Patrick Henry, 13. Dinwiddie, 6. It is a final in Ashland, Virginia, and for the first time since Anthony Martinez was a senior quarterback at Patrick Henry, the Patriots are on their way to the state semifinal. And suddenly, I have a conundrum. Because uh, Calvin, back in the studio, never in my wildest dream, and this is not a cut against Patrick Henry. 
but never in my wildest dream did I think we'd have one of our four schools head to a state semifinal this year, which is why I scheduled a wedding next Saturday. So if the game's on Saturday, we will have it, fans, no doubt about it. You may be hearing a different voice. Patrick Henry's Ken Wakefield is getting the Region 4B championship just a year ago. He made it to the Class 3 state semis with Culpepper. And now in his first year as a Patriots head coach, they are celebrating with the region championship trophy on their home field. Final again, Patrick Henry 13, Dinwiddie 6. The celebration is on. What a win for the Patriots and what effort. I mean to tell you what effort by the Dinwiddie Generals. All right, we're going to catch your breath here, Calvin. Don't do this often, but we're going to ask for a three-minute a three-minute timeout when we come back. It will be the RVA Sports Network scoreboard show. We'll get you ready for the other games this weekend. And now we got to pay close attention to tonight's Region 4A championship between Churchland and Lake Taylor because whoever wins that game is Patrick Henry's opponent next weekend in the state semifinals. Back in three minutes, this is the game of the week, Region 4B Football Championship on 1029 The Mater in the RBA Sports Network. Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil cooling and heating products, depend on them for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil cooling and heating products. Depend on them for all of your cooling needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. You've got a bulldog in your corner, Big Z with Hometown Realty. Besides serving Ashland and the surrounding areas, he's part of the community. Let Big Z with Hometown Realty hustle for you. If you're thinking of buying or selling in 2020, use a local real estate expert who'll be a bulldog in your corner, negotiating the best deal for you. Big Z with Hometown Realty studies the real estate market every day and wants to bring all that knowledge to bear when you make him your realtor. Call Big Z at Hometown Realty, 774-5683. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-801-0746. 877-801-0746. That's 877-801-0746. 
We get you ready for the 2019 Big River Rivalry, Monday night in the Red Zone. Hi, friend. Drop with them. my guests, Bryce Fritz, director of the Big River Rivalry High School Senior All-Star Football Game, coming December 21st to Randolph-Macon College, and Stephanie Allen from Children's Hospital, the beneficiary of the rivalry, plus the latest sports news, football, basketball, much more. In the Red Zone, brought to you by Massey Wood & West, We Think and Ink, and Sports Page Grill Ashland. Be there live, listen live, Monday at 6 on the Whatever it is you love about Virginia, natural beauty, local food and drink, chances are you have a farmer to thank for it. And when you insure your car with Virginia Farm Bureau, you become a friend of the farm, meaning you'll get personalized service, fast claims processing, and competitive rates. And you help support farming and agriculture and preserve the Virginia way of life. All you have to do is drive. Go to VAFB.com now for a free online auto course. Or visit your local agent today. How appropriate that it's that particular song that brings us back live here at Patrick Henry High School. It is Friday night, but the work is done, and the Patriots can celebrate, at least for tonight. And then they got to get ready for either Churchland or Lake Taylor. It'll be Patrick Henry heading down I-64 for the 2019 Class 4 State Semifinals. This is the first state semifinal appearance for a Hanover County team since Hanover went back-to-back in 2011 and 2012, and it's the first one for Patrick Henry since 2001. The last time they went to the state semis, they won in dramatic fashion to move on to the state championship where they fell in the third state championship during the reign of Ray Long, They fell in 96 in 2001, but a quarter century ago, Ray Long and Patrick Henry won the state championship. I get shivers thinking about that. They had to beat Lee Davis in the postseason to make it to states, and then they won at City Stadium. The lone championship for this school, total in team sports, until boys volleyball won. In 2016, they've now won four in a row. And the Patriots of Patrick Henry, what a what a what a season here for for fall sports at Patrick Henry. Boys volleyball win states, girls make states for the first time ever. Patrick Henry golf region champions. Patriots with a great season with outdoor uh, with cross country. And now the football team. Their only losses, deep run Henrico Verina. Their only loss by more than 10 points was Verina. And Verina plays Manchester tomorrow for the Region 5B championship. So here's how it goes here, fans. We have one RVA team in the books. That's Patrick Henry. Top of the hour. So we're talking 30 minutes or so away. 2A title. We'll go to King William or Thomas Jefferson. They play at Huguenot 7 o'clock. Region 6A, Thomas Dale down in the 757 against the Tigers of Oscar Smith. And that game starts at the top of the hour. Then tomorrow, two games at 1 and two at 2. The big one, 5B, Verina at Manchester. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock in Chesterfield. 
And again, live Twitter coverage of both Enrico Sports and Chesterfield Sports. At 1 o'clock in Essex, the Trojans look for another win over Rappahannock as they do battle in the Region 1A final. And then at 2 o'clock, both regions in Class 3 in the area have their championship games. Region 3B, Goochland hosting James Monroe, and Region 3A, undefeated Hopewell hosting the Phantoms of Phoebus. With a win, it would be 13-0 for on Henderson and company. Dinwiddie, what a run in the postseason. How they missed Robert Barlow today. How things might have been different had Barlow been a part of this game. But he was not, and they struggled in the first half. Two quick turnovers, one by the offense, one on special teams. But Patrick Henry was only able to make hay for six points, not 14, and really kind of put the, the foot on the throttle early. And then when he was only down 6 nothing at the half, and they storm out of the locker room, go 90 yards on their first drive of the third quarter, tie it up on a touchdown, but miss the extra point. They drive again, get a chance to take the lead, miss on a field goal. And then Jordan Allen is called upon. On the drive that sealed the win, Jordan Allen with the touchdown run from 10 yards out. And then it was down to defense. They needed that one stop. And how appropriate that Zeke Williams, the man who intercepted the first pass of the night, intercepted the last one. One-on-one coverage at about the Patrick Henry 20-yard line. And Big Zeke comes up big and bookends this Region 4B championship game as we are joined by head coach Ken Wakefield here on the RBA Sports Network scoreboard show. Coach, congratulations. You know there's nothing better than December football. Yes. You've got December football. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> oh, um, I just want to say hats off to Dinwiddie. I mean, gutty performance. I know they had a couple guys out. Yeah. Um, and uh, our defense stepped up huge tonight. Uh, Zeke, we talked earlier uh, in the week in our meeting because we knew we, they had a, they did some different things offensively that were going to give us problems from a defense perspective. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Zeke because he hasn't. We have, you haven't seen him all year long on defense. On defense, right? But we knew he had a specific skill set that we can go in and execute. And I was talking to our coaches. I'm like, hey guys, I know he can do this. Hats off to our, those guys. Him, Jordan Allen, our defense in general, just coming out and making those adjustments that we needed to to win the game against a team that's just poised. You know what I mean? And yeah. you can't take. Uh, you know, Dinwiddie's been here. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yes. This is ever. when when I got here, it was in April. You know what I mean? So it's kind of been a whirlwind, and our guys are really just getting getting that whole feel. So, um, yeah, just a great job by those kids tonight. Fantastic job. And, and how appropriate. Zeke gets the pick early yeah. uh, to set up the first field goal. Zeke gets the pick in one-on-one coverage there, the 50-50 ball, right. to wrap it up in the final minute. But, you know, it, <sighs> You get those two quick turnovers, but you're only able to get six points out of right. it, and then it's just kind of a sloppy slugfest yeah. there to the half. They're only up six nothing. Yeah, we we were struggling. We were struggling. Just uh, they were good up front. Mm-hmm. They were really good up front. They had some guys that really stressed our you know our offensive line out. So we had to make some adjustments, spread things out. Uh, we knew they were keying on Alex a little bit. 
so we made some just slight adjustments, and they worked in that second half. Um, there were a couple times where we blew, uh, you know, blew a coverage and things like that. Right. Um, but we, we responded. You know, we had all that time. Hey, they they went in, they scored that touchdown quick. Our guys could have quit. Yep. You know, but we don't. We learned. I learned about this team really early that there isn't any quit in us. You know what I mean? There yes. were so many times that this year that hey, we 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 could have looked for the door. We could look for the way out. And our guys just they they were poised. And that wow, for being that early in this in this whole process, because our motto is embrace the process. So being that early in the process. Wow, you, you know what I mean? That yeah. that's just um, that's that's rare. But our kids, you know, one of the one of the dads was saying, "Hey, our our kids just have heart. They have a tremendous amount of heart. And it doesn't matter how you get it done. It could be by a hundred. It could be by one. And it doesn't have to look. It's not always going to look pretty. But no. you get it done. And we were able to do that tonight. It wasn't a pretty win. We made the adjustment we need to. We made the plays that we need to. It. But that's this time of year. That's championship football that's just what it's about that's exactly right ken yeah. wakefield head coach of patrick henry with us tonight rba sports network school board show region 4b champions 13 six winners over dinwiddie i ask you now about the decision to to put jordan there as signal caller yeah you've uh, you've said you've got three guys that three you guys. felt at any time yeah. you could put there at quarterback and you were completely comfortable with running the offense yeah. so tell me the reason to to go to allen at that point does it free up sakar yeah what were you it, looking it for? just it's just a different look um there were things that we know at certain times that like i said we practice to be successful it, it can't be we, we just have to get certain guys in there to take those reps and at that time when your number's called we talk about it all the time when your number's called go out there and execute he knew what he needed to do there were some slight adjustments we had to, we had to make we knew that i mean how could you not key on alex right how you know what i mean not? oh my hey he's gonna get the ball well, are they gonna throw it to him they're gonna give him the ball you know uh, jordan can throw it yep. you saw him with his feet so we have different guys that step in and, and just hey you're it you're it's your number tonight go help us win and wow what a sign of a team what a side of a team that just a next man up mentality. Yep. It doesn't doesn't matter who gets the credit. The bottom line is, we're moving on to the state semifinals. And oh, what I told our kids at the beginning, nobody. No, you look at the preseason. No one had us here. Nope. You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> you don't have anything to lose. Go out there and execute. Go out there and play, and, and just let it ha all hang out. But I mean, I can't say enough about this team. Look, the community sport was outstanding tonight. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, and rallying behind us, that was just so big. I was just going to mention that, that a Black Friday 4 p.m. kick, and I look down, and there's just a sea of Patriot yeah. supporters. And I, I told them all at the end, I said, hey, come with us next week. <laughs> Doesn't matter where we're at. That's right. Come with us. Come with us with the journey. Start believing. Start building the process. Because I, I talked to, you know, I talked to the seniors right before we came out. I said, hey, there's only one way that this, this thing ends, and that's with us being region champs. You seniors lead us there. You seniors lead us there, and then I brought the I brought the underclassmen, and I said, "Hey, you guys, tell me, what is this? Is this it? Is it just this time, or are we building a tradition here?" And our guys looked at me and they said, "Okay, hey, we're we're this is we're gonna be here. I, I want to be here. You you know what I mean? Yes. And and that was that just shows growth in our program. So those young guys, hey, our seniors, they did they did an excellent job tonight." But some of those young kids, wow, <laughs> wow, way to step in and way to show, uh, you know, a team that, again, last year was a little bit down. And for us to be where we're at right now, 
I, I mean, the odds, you know, you, you know, <laughs> we would all been rich, yes, you know, we there was betting people, you know, if we were put the money on us. You think about it, we were, you're, you and I are standing in this exact same position three months ago tonight. Yeah. You survived the Osborne game, yeah. the sack at the end, 42-34. Uh, boy, and uh, there are a lot of fans walking out of that night, and, and, and myself as an observer included right. thinking, okay, there, there's things going on here, but there's a long, long, long way, to way to go. Yeah. And, and boy, have they in, indeed embraced the process, right. no, no doubt about it. Well, yeah, and that's what we talk about, just because that is all-encompassing. People, well, what does that mean? It's everything. It's everything. They do right in school, do right in the community. When we get on the field, you already know what those expectations are. But it's, it's all-encompassing, and you saw that tonight. You saw a team that just embraced that whole thing. And to come out here against a tough football team and fi just find a way, find that, a way. that's just crucial. So it, it is. First region championship in 18 years. Wow. First 10-win season in 14 years. Wow. And you're on your way to the state semifinals. Hey, we'll take it. Unbelievable. It is. Patrick Henry, head coach Ken Wakefield, an honor for you to join us hey, here tonight. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Coach, thanks so much. Go celebrate. I will do. Bye. Oh, man, man, man. They've done it. Patrick Henry has knocked off Dinwiddie. Final score, 13-6. Patriot players and family and friends kind of milling around there on the field. Coach Wakefield's going out to join them. Camden Bird was hurt tonight. Nick Sakar was hurt tonight. Hopefully both will be available for the state semifinal next weekend, which will be either at Churchland or at Lake Taylor. And as you know, fans, a lot of games in the 757 are not necessarily played at school sites. They could be at one of the various fields they have in the area as well. That game kit kicks off in about 24 minutes. So obviously, we'll be keeping an eye out on that for you. And as soon as we know when the state semifinal is going to be, we believe it's going to be next Saturday. But there is a slight chance it could be on Friday night. Either way, the Mater will be there. We will have live coverage of the Class 4 state semifinals coming up next weekend. Wow, wow, wow. Well, just think a second about, let me just say a personal word here before we wrap things up. You think about how November began for this Patriots team. They were coming off a of bye week. After beating Armstrong the week before, they go to Mechanicsville, get a win in Tomato Bowl 61. They look on closing night. Thomas Dale, if they don't come back and win in the final minute against Dinwiddie, the Patriots don't play here in round one. They play here in round one, and they throttle Spotsylvania. It earned them a trip to the jungle against the top-seeded Louisa Lions. Louisa fans can feel better tonight. I'm sure a lot of them left last week going, how did we lose to that team? Well, the Dinwiddie Generals are now asking themselves the same question. This team does have a ton of heart and a ton of character, the likes of which few Patrick Henry teams have ever shown. This team doesn't have the star power that the 94 state championship team had with Damian Woody and Derek Hott and uh, uh, and uh, Aaron Kenny, almost said Earl Kenny, but Aaron Kenny, you know, there were guys who ended up going two guys into the NFL and one to the CFL uh, in that particular group. But this team is so much more than Alex Sakar, even though he's had a phenomenal season. He'll tell you, he'd be the first to tell you, I can't do it without my guys up front. I can't do it without Owen Aruza. I can't do it without a Jordan Allen who can come in and then free me to be allowed, to, whether I'm a decoy or I am going out for the pass or whatever the case may be. I have to be ready for anything at any time. 
This team is essentially the same team that underachieved last year and finished three and six. And Coach Wakefield was right. There were no expectations for this ball club coming into this season. And now they're 10 and three. They once were four and three. They have won six in a row, and they're hitting the bus in the Class 4 state semis next weekend. Fans, stay tuned to the Mater and online, both at uh, HanoverCountySports.net, RVASportsNetwork.com, as well as on Twitter at Hanover Sports. As soon as we know the details for next weekend's game, we'll let you know about our radio coverage. In a moment, you will hear the names of our fantastic sponsors who have been along for the ride here in 2019, and the ride's not done yet. We'll have the Class 4 state semifinal next weekend right here on 1029 The Mater. Big thank you to all of our sponsors. Super thank you to Calvin Cecil, producer extraordinaire back in the studios, and a big thank you to Coach Trent and Matt Crowder, the Director of Student Activities, Head Coach Ken Wakefield, and everybody here at Patrick Henry, as once again, they have been such incredible and gracious hosts. Patriot fans, the ride continues. In an unlikely region championship game, with the four pitted against the seven, two upset-minded teams that had to knock out some heavyweights to get here, Patrick Henry holds on. Zeke Williams' interception starts it. Zeke Williams' interception wraps it up. The Patrick Henry Patriots are 2019 Class 4 Region B football champions. Your final score one more time tonight, Patrick Henry 13, Dinwiddie 6. Rob Witham saying thank you so much for joining us. Please enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend and a very pleasant good night from Ashland, Virginia. Tonight's Game of the Week broadcast has been brought to you by Luck Chevrolet, Route 1 in Ashland. Start the search for your next Chevy car, truck, or SUV at LuckChevrolet.com. By Virginia Farm Bureau, supporting farming and agriculture through insurance and education. Go to VFBInsurance.com. By Massey Wood and West. Fueling Virginia since 1923. Call 355-1721 or go to com by South University. Focus, flexible programs. Get details at southuniversity.edu slash Richmond. By Big Z, Chris Zaldivar with Hometown Realty. Ready to find your next home. Call 752-7585. Join us next time for the Game of the Week on 102.9 The Mater. And see our broadcast schedule anytime at rvasportsnetwork.com.